This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Throw gang, we are joined by the Sultaness of the Scoop, the Paywall Princess, the Boxers or Debris for today, the Correspondence Queen. She must live at the Pantheon with all these columns, go and squid work with all this ink, the investigative imam, the byline boss, the word count countess, the dame of the deadline, your fashion industry, she's fashion in the streets, Victoria's got a secret and she's going to find it. Both? More like both these nuts. The business of fashion, chief correspondent and the host of BLF's new podcast, The Debrief. Lauren Sherman. Lauren, how are you? Wow. I'm honored. <laughs> What's up, Lauren? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I like Paywall Princess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Fuck my up favorite. That paywall. Like, we can't, we can't even read, read our own. I, read the I love the Paywall. Yeah. <laughs> I we, love it. Put your kid through college. Ahead of time, 100%, we, were like, yeah. we think that the publication that has quoted us the most as like men's were experts has been BOF, but I couldn't be sure because I've never read a single one of those books. <laughs> you know, there are some articles that aren't on the Paywall. How Ooh. do they decide? It's, like, oh, the bad it's a lot of art, <laughs> art and science. Oh, but also there's technology that you can have a more flexible paywall. Mm-hmm. I'm not oh, sure. Don't give, don't give that. Don't talk. I'm about not that. sure how flexible don't our talk. paywall is, but yeah. a lot of these like Washington Post, those kinds of places have more flexible paywalls. Mm. So maybe download someday them the, download them off the dark web. Yeah, I was gonna say don't Democracy. tell the audience to just use the pocket app where they can read every article for free. That would be terrible for business. I don't know if you can do that on with BOF. Democracy dies on the dark web. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for not to the only podcast that matters. <laughs> yeah, sorry for fucking up your business model. Out it's the fine. Game. Well, it's no fine. one did until you did. Happy New York Fashion Week! Thank you for coming thank on you. the show. We thank are ecstatic to have you. I'm happy to be here. This is us repaying the favor because you did invite us to a very high powered dinner the last time yeah. we saw you. I I needed to invite people who were young and creative, but not we're designers. Yeah. Well, I just thought, who do I know who is not a designer who could talk to a bunch of young designers? <laughs> yeah. Who would, who would be ecstatic to accept a free meal? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you, you joined, you showed up and you delivered. We had we, a great time. We ate. I'm and we glad. talked for a living. So it was pretty easy. Thank, yeah. you, thank you so much. Has New York no, Fashion Week destroyed fun. your soul yet? Or are you still fresh as a No, I really hate it. <laughs> okay, but it hasn't even begun yet. No, I just yet? hate it generally. Mm. I'm one of those people who I want to go to everything and I want to be invited to everything and I get upset and I'm like, I need to sh- be at everything. But then once it arrives, I don't, I just want to hide. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> is it. Is that because every show and event because New York Fashion Week is inherently a disappointment because New York Fashion Week does not matter? That's part of it, but it's also that I'm pretty introverted and it takes a lot of energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To have the same conversation yeah. 17 <laughs> times every time you see the same people yeah. at all the events. Yeah. And you, hey, what have you been up to? Oh, how's your, fa- how's your week been? Yeah. And, and going <laughs> in and out of the venues and, and it is, can be really disappointing and you don't want to be an asshole and complain, Andy. but I am a complainer and I am oh, a little does in your fashion week complain though. I feel like, I right? I know, but it just feels Such negative energy. It's so negative. So negative. Um, how does it compare to LA Fashion Week? I've never been to LA Fashion Week. <laughs> that ex- does that exist? It does it's exist. Of course it does. And there's actually br- brunch boots and Shein. Like I have no idea, but there is there. The woman who's running it now is cool. She used to work for Rihanna for many years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think her name's Sierra, but. I, I, you might have to fact check me on that. Well, the but CPA does not set the bar that high. Yeah, so and I'm also sure we, we don't we don't do any fact checking on this podcast. Yeah, okay. you can say whatever the fuck. Well, you want. the one a woman who worked with Rihanna for many years on Fenty and other things now is the creative director of LA Fashion Week. Mm. I don't think I'm even going to be in town for it, unfortunately. But yeah, no, I've never been, and 
I I will see what she does, but I I don't have plans. Well, you know what they say: live every week like it's fashion week. Yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone says that. Yeah, complain all the time, be drained of all your energy, and do a couple podcasts and skirt the paywall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lauren, the first thing you want to do is a little fit check for the okay. audience at home. You're going to walk us through the totality of your very chic and dare I say Parisian fit today. Very Thank New York you. appropriate, yeah. I would say. Yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, that's you're very much like this is New York. Yeah, I All definitely black. brought. He's walking in. <laughs> I definitely brought my New York clothes to L.A. Oh, really? Do you not wear all black at the tone? No. LA? Spoiler alert. Okay. No, I wear a lot of white and oh, cream. Really? Okay. Yeah. Very. What's but you're a the- monochromatic shorty. Yes. Yes. I'm very <laughs> into monochrome. The look is very. What was that show on HBO where it was? They were all wearing white all the time. The leftovers. the leftovers. Yes. Great show. It's very that look. Kind of Damon Lindelof. So like cold jeans. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Like a lot of white jeans, a lot of cream and white together. A lot of white. The with, core. Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just big dicks exactly. and gray sweatpants. Exactly. Jogging around. Um, I I actually knew I was going to have to do this, and okay. so I did not wear head to toe the row because I thought it'd be embarrassing, and I don't want Wait, you to. Normally, are flexing that, like that. Is that a I, fit? I do wear a lot of the row, but I do not want to endorse anyone. Do you get brand. a personal order? How do you afford no. that? Discount. Like, be hidden. Yeah. Discount, and also I do spend too much of my income on clothes. Mm. What percentage of your income do you spend on clothing? Now that I have a kid, less, but you know, I honestly do not know. I spaghetti was again. (laughs) I would say probably less than ten percent, but close to that in some years. Now it was a pre kid. It was that's yeah, yeah, maybe less than that, but maybe a couple years went tithing. Ten. It was. It's too much, and it's also like I don't have a lot of savings. All that stuff. It's it's bad. And my husband's a journalist, also, and we just. Oof. Spend on. Well, he's we not just spend the money. Row. I mean, he does have a head to toe look from the row oh, that he really? bought. It's like when you when you trot him out and you're like, okay, he bought it for his fortieth birthday. That's sick, no, he dude. just was really into it. And I was like, you should just get it. It's your fortieth birthday. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't wear head to toe the row because this would be the one pod where you would be you wouldn't be vilified. You would be deified. So I I don't I don't actually I don't think I usually wear a top that's the row. Uh-huh. I do have sweaters that are the row, but I bought a pair of sneakers from the row recently and I was like, Ew. really? Sneakers? Uh, yeah, because I needed, I have these pants. I'm wearing pants from the row today and I have okay. Okay, them in two day. different colors. You're wearing Birkenstocks on the feet. I'm just wearing, these are not, you I'm not going to wear out. these all day. So these okay. are just the PVC Birkenstocks because right. it's gross out mm-hmm. and I didn't want to ruin yeah, no good any shit. nice shoes. But I bought a pair of those like slip on there called the marie h slip-on sneaker but they are lo- essentially look like vans okay and i would never wear vans in real why real, but if they were made by the row right for me they're Even i'm just not LA a van well that's the thing like i was like maybe i wall. went to the van store at the westfield mall and they just looked weird on me oh i'm just not a vans person but i need a sneaker to go with these these pants and I was like, I don't want to buy the row vans. It's so silly. I've avoided buying the row Tevas because I just, right. it's absurd. You got to draw a line somewhere. But I ended code. up buying them. <laughs> what do you think of the row Fishman sandals? Oh, I like them. They're, I, they're not for me, but I like them. I yeah. really want, they have this very low heel little pointy shoe that mm. is coming out next season that I'm really, right. I'm going to get Put those in black it? and toe. Should they're we just get so out good. This is the best brand in the world. I think right now it is. The best brand for women who like product. 
Mm. Like they're very good Ooh. product designers. Like the the women who are like us, John's enthusiasts yes. who care about the fucking product. Yes. <laughs> it's not it's for people who are obsessed. What they have become really good at over the last couple of years is making the best version of the thing that you want. So mm. like right now, walking down the street in New York, I do not see this in LA. Everybody's wearing all that. Every woman is wearing like pleated pants. Sure. Most of them do not look good. Shots They're fired. like a little too cropped or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I looked forever over the summer. I went to the gap. I tried all these stores to find them. And the only place that had them was the row. So I got, I actually bought a pair from Tibby mm. yesterday that are essentially the same as the real ones. So but the row's in most represented fabric. in your closet. That's the, the brand that you <laughs> fuck with the hardest. I right now. Yes. Okay. Hashtag blessed. Dude. I also wear a lot of La Mer and <laughs> Uniqlo oh, you and that's, but that was like pre me moving to LA, me living here and going to Europe a lot. I would say it was predominantly La Mer and Uniqlo you already the most tasteful pot of the year. Yeah. The most Thank underrated you. Wait, so, sorry. So continuing on with the fit okay. in the row. So I'm wearing yes. row pants. Yeah. Cotton mm. trousers from the row. It's the Igor style. They make them in a bunch of different fabrics. But fuck is I have the product name. <laughs> Igor Marie H. Like I love. I just want to know who Marie H. Is. It's Frankenstein's assistant. Yeah. It's actually the Igor pants, Lauren. <laughs> it might be the Igor. Pants. <laughs> I do want to know. I know Marie H. is a real person, and I want to know who. She, I bet she like works for them or oh, something. Oh, right. She designed it. Like, yeah, something she, she like that. Was like, can we rip but off like, hands this season? Why would you put H on the end? Right. It's just so funny. What would the Lauren row product be? Would it be some pleated ass pants? I think probably a sweater. That's the first thing that I bought from them from them. Yeah. Which was on super on sale, but still too expensive. Um, (laughs) I mean, they might. You 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 never know. know. You never know. Have you ever interviewed them or like professionally with I've interviewed with them I've interviewed them a couple of times. They're not into talking about their business. Like the the like the logistics and the money. And and how much, yeah, the who their investors are, all that kind of stuff. And so I'm probably not their favorite, mm. but I did do an interesting <laughs> interview with them when they still had Elizabeth and James, they were launching like a vintage capsule. And when we left, they were, I had on, um, at house, lot of jeans and they were like, Oh, we both have those jeans. <laughs> What's so that, cigarette, that's a what, sign. Yeah. I was what like, cigarettes were they smoking? I don't remember. They were did they, come constantly smoking. Not, the not in the interview. I do think they did. One of them, I remember because they mentioned the jeans in the elevator okay. and it was like they're going down to smoke. <laughs> I think so. Can you tell them apart? Yes. Okay. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. Like you once you know oh, white people look like to me. It, <laughs> once you especially in person, you can really yeah, especially tell in person all white people. Look like. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're they one do have some ma- strong was- jeans because their siblings all look like that, too. One of them was carrying a machete. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that photo? Yeah. Hot girl summer. Yeah. Okay. Row pants. Okay. Moving, moving on, on up. up. Entire world sweater. Shout Scott. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. It was one of those things that I bought and didn't wear a lot. And now I wear all the time because it has a very wide V-neck, which mm. I am very if into right now. supported while they were still. Yeah. Right? I did support. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. No, you didn't buy I 10%. bought a ton of shit. 10% of your 10%. I bought a, a lot. all my entire rolls. I have like a shirt and some trousers. It was yeah, nice. Yeah. It's. It, and it wasn't expensive. It was one of those things where you're like, oh, that's cute. I'll just buy it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I bought a lot of stuff from there. And my husband started wearing the boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. And he, right before it went out of business, he just bought like 500 oh, pairs or something. Yeah. Fuck out of them. Yeah. Um, like vultures on a battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm wearing, my jewelry is a necklace and earrings by this designer, Danielle Sherman. Okay. No relation? 
no, no relation, <laughs> but her sister is named Lauren Sherman. Interesting. And I think she's the one. There's a, I'm, my Gmail is Lauren.Sherman2 at Gmail. Because <laughs> it's a very, your, you just give your personal email. No one, on no, who's, what are they going to email You'd me? You'd be surprised. Uh, weird feet. Uh, pick it was going to say, yeah, yeah, subject feet picks question mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they heard you got the Burks on. They might yeah. want to know more. It's, Yo, it's send, fine. Some, send some photos of those open toe Burks. Do not it's email fine. Lauren on her personal Gmail. Don't guys, email me, but. Do you guys get like each other's emails? Is that where that was going? Like, well, so her? someone, I think it was Danielle's sister who I eventually met years later because they live in LA, but <laughs> she, there could only be one. It, it was something where I accidentally gave someone Lauren.Sherman at Gmail. Cause oh, I just no. wasn't thinking that Lauren.Sherman at Gmail emailed me and said, I noticed you like she had looked me up on the internet and <laughs> saw that I recently got married. And I was like, I'm not changing my life. I did technically change my last name, but not professionally. Yeah, not Everyone go email email the OG Lauren Sherman. Don't email email that poor person. I think that that Lauren.Sherman, though, did change their last name. I don't know Mm. if it's Danielle's sister or not, but Danielle used to design for Eden. And I used to do when I did reviews for style.com, I used to do her reviews. Then she launched this like amazing jewelry line. So that's what I'm wearing. What about the watch? I know. Look at that. The watch, which I've talked to Jenna about because we have we're watch twins. Yeah. This was, it's the Cartier Panther. Is that I how you pronounce that's it? that's how it's pronounced, yeah. It was for my 40th birthday. Sick watch. I love it. But you know what I will say? I feel weird. I think it's different for women because I've been wearing, I wear an Hermes Apple watch, but whatever. No one knows it's an Hermes Apple sure? watch. you sure? I feel like that's the whole reason that like it exists. It so that people Hermes are like, orange, I'm wearing orange an Apple band. watch. I don't wear it. the band. The orange band is for sports. So mm. you wear that running or whatever. I have the a double wrap, right? Double wrap yeah. in blue. And that, that's my everyday watch. But I've been trying, I've got this a couple of weeks ago for my, my husband got it for me for my 40th Happy birthday. Belated. Thank you very much. Um, And, but I notice people looking at it really yeah and i think with watch watchers yeah dude but i think with men (laughs) you're less i'm sure that you all are like looking at each other's and comparing or whatever but i feel like i went to an office to meet with people and i felt them all looking at it like because who well no it's just like a it's just like women don't wear expensive watches that hmm. much right and Watching. so yeah i don't know and it's also like how this is for my 40th birthday and we really do not save money that is how we afford, <laughs> yeah, afford this stuff yeah, yeah. my husband buys a lot of computers it's fine we're living our life he's a gamer too, too many no he he's more just computers or more entire old boxer briefs <laughs> it's that's a tough <laughs> wait, wait, one that's a tough one i honestly don't know like we have he, no 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 coin miner no he's just like a mac um, an Apple fanboy, oh, but he, he like, also he like, used to cover Apple. Oh, okay. So he, we have a professional. We have fan. an Apple yeah. disc thing that was signed what? by Steve Wozniak. We have oh, like a bunch of. Was. He just has a lot of like memorabilia. He has some memorabilia that he's bought. No, Same but he's yeah, like into right. all that stuff. Right. He definitely he wore those New Balance for a long time. He wears different ones now. He's not that dorky, but <laughs> he would not wear that. He doesn't wear turtlenecks generally. Right now. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be fine. He's gonna be thrilled that I mentioned him. Lord, what are the panties that we're wearing today? Oh yeah, and the coat. We can't forget. Oh the yeah, the coat. the coat is Margaret Howell. Clock I think I got it. Away. How did you know? I saw the tag. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got that at the outlet store in London. 
mm. which is great. And I forget what street it's on. It's in Fitzrovia, though. And it's right around the corner from the regular store. And right by the BOF offices there. Are you going to hit the row while you're in New York? The row store? No. There is one in LA. Oh, there is? Yeah. And it's actually, I would say, nicer. It's it's in the old, uh, who's that hairdresser? But it has this amazing pool and everything. But no, I don't. Versace Mansion? Yeah. I I don't need, I don't really go shopping (laughs) in LA very much. It's not super fun. Um, But yeah. And so then I'm wearing that coat. And then the underwear is actually Amazon Basics. Mm. Oh. But oh, I, is that your preferred brand Bezos. of pants? I go between Everlane because I listen to drum roll. Um, drum fits. No, this this you're gonna have to edit. What is Vogue? Lelena is that Liana? Liana Satinstein. Yeah, I listen to Liana's. Oh, podcast yes. his, okay. so because i love her girlfriend yes i was like oh that's interesting oh, that yeah. they dated people love that one that's like a one that a she's so mentioned. great she's the best well, i'm obsessed with her she can take it, and right? i was like oh are am i gonna have to tell them me. which underwear i'm wearing yes. but well, i everywhere. i basically toggle between everlane gap and amazon Gap Basics. is always a, a mm-hmm. very popular it's just the exact same thing nomi fry loves she swears by gap underwear i would say i was thinking about which ones are the best i actually think at this point the everlane ones are good but it's probably the same manufacturer oh yeah right and it just says a different you gotta get those on the secondary market which i don't know if you want to buy undies yeah that doesn't sound great yeah Okay, I will, cop that, I will cop that Tom Ford Gucci G-string if it ever pops up on, the, <laughs> on my timeline. Uh, yeah, complete fit check. You're drinking on Greenpoint's Finest. You slug that down. I love water. Yes, yeah, I would on. love more water, please. Thank you. Um, Lauren, first question. So you wrote this, by the time you're listening to this, this uh, came out a few weeks ago, but you wrote about kind of like the short list of who's going to take over oh, for yeah. Virgil Abloh at Louis Vuitton. So go read that article. It's behind the paywall. Sign up. Who... Do you think will take over at Louis? Who does Lauren Sherman think will take over? You are a betting woman. Here's the thing. Can you bet on this? Probably. (laughs) The only way I would publish exactly who is if I had an executive at Louis Vuitton who was a source of mine and who had was can who was talking to Bernard Arnault every single day. Mm -hmm. And that is the only way I'd be like, this person's going to be the designer and just publish it. The thing is literally no one really knows up until the last minute. And before it's like the Pope. <laughs> yeah. And before Eddie Slamon went More to boring. Celine, the whole, I had talked to tons of people, like people had worked it, it connected very close. And the whole rumor was that he was going to take over all of Dior and they were going to, and then he got Celine and no one expected that. Right. What, who do I think should get it? Yeah, yes. That's the next question. So here's the thing. I would love to see Jonathan Anderson do all of Louis Vuitton. Really? Like, I just think he's brilliant. He's super creative. He's an incredible runway and and creative person, but he's also a really good product designer and makes exciting, desirable, thoughtful things. As a consumer, that is what I would want because I really like his work. That being said, like working for a huge business like that, that the designer, the Virgil was different. He really did matter to Louis Vuitton, but the design, who, who designs, Nicola Jasquier is is great. Whatever mm-hmm. he's an incredible runway designer. Does that really 
translate into the the selling of bags there? No, they have a really good handbag designer who who does right. that. Um, Do you think it matters more for men though, with, with the way that, I think like, it, that audience is tapped in right now? I think it matters because Virgil made it matter. Sure. So my dream would be that Jonathan Anderson would get the whole thing, even though that could be ruinous too, because he's creative and Loewe is such a fun brand or whatever. Loewe rocks. But what I think will actually happen, I kind of think it's going to be Grace Wales Bonner. Hmm. I, I heard from people, obviously Michael Burke, the CEO of Louis Vuitton went to, went to Martine Rose's show Mm -hmm. and he had gone to Virgil's show Mm. before Virgil went. So it was like, Oh, that's interesting. Follow the trail. I just think, I think she actually has a really good sense of product design and she, the, the, like her Adidas stuff like that has done really well. And she can tap into a similar customer, but take it in a different direction. And I guess a little more elevated. Yeah. And someone tipped me off that her, the stylist she works with a lot, just styled a Louis Vuitton campaign. Ooh. So who knows? Really I mean, like CSI. Yeah. yeah. It could mean like nothing. Charlie Kelly with the pet. Yeah. Sylvia yeah. Fucking but the board. I, I think she'd be really interesting. And I think, there, I think Nicola Jessica is going to stay for at least one more year. He's been there for nine. I bet he'll stay for 10 or maybe even longer. And they seem happy it's with nine him. Years. Yeah. yeah. So I, that is my guess of who it would. Okay. All, I mean, Telfar would also be amazing. Yeah. Martine Rose. I like her. I think she's interesting. I don't know if she's shown that she could, what she could do there, but you know, they do these big projects to, to essentially, what's that called when you you go up for a player movie audition, audition. <laughs> <laughs> they're essentially auditioning what, you, you talked about in the article but it's like oh like build out this room as if it's part yeah. of the lv world or like yeah that's what one designer that i know was was interviewing for a brand at one of these big groups and they didn't know what the brand was they just told them really we want you to build a room like and a they gave concept, them like, yeah that sounds cool. so fun yeah, I mean, not for hard. me, but it's not. Until yeah, you find out the brand is fucking Yeezy Gap. Yeah, or some yeah. Shit. And that's oh my god, Jerry Seinfeld kid. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't understand that. I'm sorry. Did you? Okay, well, let's talk about this because this is the kind of like yeah, the, this the talk of the week. Um, do you think that that like okay? Do you think Jerry Seinfeld was paid for that? Do you think his no. like teenage kids no. were like, "Yo, Dad, this is how you get some clout"? Here's the thing: I don't think of him. It felt very much like performance art. Mm-hmm. It felt like very Tim and part. I, that's the thing. It felt like very Tim and Eric to me, like the way that they were yeah. positioned and the lighting. And I was like, this guy is not, this is not his flavor. It's, it's, yeah. he's not nuanced in that way. I don't, I don't understand it at all. Did not work. Cause they've, Kith has no. had Ray Liotta RIP in campaigns. They had Steve Buscemi, I feel like yep. one season, but like it looked the most off putting on Jerry. It, yeah, it just for me also, I mean, it is interesting. I've been thought about Kith, Kith in probably so, a hey, couple years. So yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. But I just was like, I don't. Why? <laughs> yeah. It, just to just to make waves. No? Yeah. Just to, just to go viral. Right. Which clearly works. Like it, he, he must be friends with that guy. I think. Well, it's the I think the kid he has his youngest son. Because I saw on Ronnie's Instagram. They were like. I think it was maybe the teenage son. Yeah. He's like, this is fucking, this is the coolest guy, dad. You got to do it. And I feel yeah. like he definitely got paid. Maybe not like 
millions of dollars, but there's no well, way you it for free, right? Oh, it's a Queen's College thing too. So that's where Jerry yeah. Modder, there's some donation element. Okay. So that's also oh, so I don't think he got paid. It's altruistic yeah. endeavor. Because why what, how much money is that? How much would they million dollars is nothing, Jerry Sanders. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. No way it's Yeah, and I bet they donated that to the college and that's why and he was probably like, oh, I'll do it. That sounds fun. But did you look at the comments under the his Instagram? They were awful. Other uh, than Gwyneth on Jerry's, yes, they were just well, his like fans don't get. They were just they idiots. Idea. But Gwyneth Paltrow did comment. Oh, really? Yeah, she said something funny like hashtag sexy Jerry or Is something. This, okay, I've been seeing this. I saw this on uh, our mutual homie Marissa's IG. What's oh, with yes. you and Gwyneth Paltrow this time? Oh no! So Marissa does this thing where she has she been on here? No, you should you we, should have her. Well, on. I just befriended her. Um, she's good friends with my future yeah. sister in law. Oh, amazing! When we saw her at Finale. I did extend the invite. I was like, yeah. this, this would be sick for you to do. Yeah, so hopefully we can she's very, very interesting and smart. Well, we need the TF profile first before she comes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just Got so it. We know that. We know that. I, yes, hundred percent. So well, yeah, a BOF profile coming. So that's yeah. That is that <laughs> is too. That did that was not. I did not have input in that. Um, Marissa does this thing where she like posts her friend Spirit Gwyneth, okay. and everybody <laughs> sends pictures, and there is. Mm. A look that Gwyneth wore to, I want to say, the Golden Globes, the year of Shakespeare and Love, that was gunmetal gray Calvin Klein set. It was like a sweater set with a skirt. And I did model my junior prom dress after that, but I can't find it on the Internet anywhere. And then the other day, a friend of mine posted a mood board and she had this picture of Gwyneth. And I looked at this picture and it's just, do you know when? how Gwyneth Paltrow makes this face where she's like really worried and she's like, uh, like pensive, but more like, just like, Oh, what's happening? Like really worried. And she kind of scrunches her and her mouth turns down and she kind of scrunches her eyes. And I was like, Oh, that is, that is my spirit Gwyneth. Cause this is how I feel all the time. Yes. Like, uh, anxiety. Yes. Anxious and concerned. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, well, we talked about the succession drama over at Louis. As a capital J journalist, a yeah. prestigious <laughs> publication, Business of Fashion, what do you think are like the most important or most interesting things happening in Menswear right now besides the Virgil succession story? Uh, you know, it's funny. And besides Jerry Seinfeld and Kit. <laughs> well, I think it's like post post streetwear mm-hmm. because I I was I walked by ALD. Did they move stores or they're yeah, getting they're renovating the mobile okay. store? So now they're. I on, walked uh, by there yesterday and I, saw, I was walking down the street and there was a guy in head to toe Noah. Hmm. It was probably, I don't know, 42 or 43. He looked good, but he was just in head. Like I, logo stuff? I mean, you yeah. Knew what it was. So. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't have known otherwise. Was and it Chris then Black? it was not Chris. <laughs> it was not Chris. Um, it, and then I don't know. There's just something happening. I know that those oh, the ALD Noah Wars, the ALD Noah. And, <laughs> and then the I guess wars. <laughs> Kith is sort of connected to this or they want to be because they keep. I, mean, I, they, are, they I think they clearly want to upstream themselves into that demo, but their customers. Clearly and I think Noah is the one that has the most like nuanced design. I think ALD it to me feels very surface in terms well, it's of brand. It's, it's more yeah. Brand focused and it's just I, I want to be more, for sure. It feels very nostalgic for Ralph Lauren or whatever, right. but it feels like all of that stuff has hit 
a much broader audience. Peak saturation.H yeah. And but well, to you all, very right. peak saturation. Well, probably, but and I was messaging with our team in London about it, and they were like, it's still very cool here. I said, it sure, it might be cool generally. Yeah, but, but it was also hard to get there, and they just opened the store. Yeah, so that, yeah. There's the that, nudist factor. The ALD store in uh, London, I believe it's in Soho, is going gangbusters. Got it. Yeah, and I mean they do there. really, really well. They yeah. and and you don't see five fifties on every other chap and bloke on right. fucking yeah, high street and, there. Yeah, and that's the other Jimmy's. thing. Then all the New Balance stuff. My husband bought a pair of the the sneakers, and he's not. He would never wear ALD, but like that's he, proof in point. It's yeah, right it's there, just yeah. So it, your husband is one of these forty year old. Like grown man hype beasts? No, he really likes New Balance. He likes. Got to get him on that Asics wave. Yeah. He he wears Asics for running. Oh well, oh, there you go. go. Yeah, entry level. Um, but but he is. I don't know. He was always interested in fashion, acted like he wasn't. But the more we've been together for fifteen years, the longer we've been together, maybe. the more he has been interested in wait it. okay so sorry so what exactly is the issue with, oh like, uh, like i just the, like, think where we go i post, think post because i just feel like that look it with like where are you what are brands are you all interested in well lawrence is very much on one side of that uh war you know because he has a personal connection with yeah. theodore santis <laughs> aka uh yeah I call the, the mulberry madman fed <laughs> where do you think that brand will evolve that's well, the question well, I, I think have. they're already evolving i think the issue for them is like can their customer evolve with the brand because but, like yeah they're they're like and the stuff fall- that they put out like even the new fall collection continues to get more sophisticated and yeah. nuanced in terms of like tailoring and and pieces <laughs> that don't have the logos <laughs> plastered all over them yeah what does the customer want from them and can they grow up with the brand do they need to, does ALD need to shed that, that younger kind of dead But brands weight, also, you know, I mean, so. cust- yeah. customers have such like non-loyalty to brands yeah. now where uh, when the most recent lookbook came out just a few weeks ago, people were like, oh, this, this is the same old fucking ALDs that we saw like the last two years. It's like, yeah. Good. Get good. out. Yeah. That's the point. They're, they're staying consistent. You're, you're trend hopping or you're evolving in your right. personal style. Good for you. But like, don't expect brands to kind of like chase every trend yeah. along with you. Well, how has Supreme managed it? So, well, now, like, okay, okay, here we go. Uh, this Tell is the me question everything. Is, we're asking the, big questions. The question is, what are the, the losers wearing, right? <laughs> yeah. And it used to be Supreme. Okay. But they moved from Supreme into, like, Gucci, Balenciaga. Okay. A lot of them moved into ALD, ALD and yeah. Grow Man Streetwear, Noah. Um, so now that the losers have kind of moved on from Supreme, it's no longer, like, the, the jump the shark joke that it might have been you know, in like prime hype beast era like even of like five years, years ago. Okay. Yeah, so it's okay ago. to wear it again. Well, well it's never I, not I, okay because yeah. you can't let those people dictate yes. like what you yeah. like. If you have real it, yeah. conviction and taste and personal it's style. It's more that yeah. you don't yes. see, you don't see people wearing, <laughs> yes. you don't see people wearing it head to toe or like mixing it like the off white Supreme palace, like heads. Um, and yeah, you can like select piece, individual piece that you want and work it into your integrate it into your personal wardrobe. In ways like whether you are like still a hype beast or whether you are like in Groman Streetwear or you are like a fucking old New York head or whatever. Yeah. How does Bodie fit into all of this? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I mean, Bodie, I think, is another brand where it's so in- just like ALD, it's so instantly recognizable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That people wear it like a like a status right. uh, piece. People, you know, it's it's like, yeah. like, you know, this, you know, they don't this need jacket a logo for people to be like, you know, this shirt costs six hundred dollars. Yeah. So and yeah. I'm wearing the six hundred dollars shirt. It's been broed out too, like, in yeah, New York, like for guys who have money that want to wear a cro- ca- crocheted shirt, excuse me, it's like the Jane Hotel yeah. to seem like 
more creative than the fact that they're just like, you know, a Wall Street bloodthirsty vampire. Yeah, so like, I you know, I went to a wedding and someone was wearing head to toe Bodhi and like it said Bodhi embroidered oh, on the back. I was gross. like, you would wear that. The, the Bodhi embroidered to a wedding. Yeah. Like I, mean, I could see you wearing Bodhi to a wedding, but right. not like a motherfucking cloth napkin. Like. Yeah, it was very, very silly. I'm noticing more women wearing those shirts, and I think that looks cool. It's not for me, but it's well. Every brand think, we've mentioned looks better on the fair. Sex, it's like sure. uh, it's yeah, folk, that's it's folk true. Swag. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, I really did like the ALD early marketing that they did with new balance and mm. all of that like with the old folks yeah yeah i oh, love that trouble well, that's how he became the creative director of the made in america yeah. stuff because like no it it's the very smart needle, you know yeah well, what it's do very you think smart. besides like walk around the streets i mean you you had another article kind of talking about how like uh fashion is much fashion seems to be on this like precipice where instagram's ironclad reign over aesthetics and fashion might be coming to an end and we might be seeing the rise of tiktok when it comes to dictating trends yeah. and brands what brands do you think are doing it right on TikTok right now besides throwing fits? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know I, which actual brands are doing well. I did a story. Do you remember this Chanel drama on TikTok where they with the, the advent, advent calendar? calendar? Yeah. I did a thing. Oh, right. I did a piece about that. And I think there was something that Prada had done really well. I'm not sure that many brands actually know how to use TikTok. It seems to me more like I bet Mark Jacobs heaven has benefited from TikTok because sure. all the weird girl aesthetic right. or whatever, it seems like trends come out of TikTok and that is benefiting brands. So it's kind of like right place. They have to be right place, right time. Yeah. I don't know how easy it is to make your create content for TikTok if you're a brand. It seems right. hard. Well, they seem also uh, kind of almost like allergic or scared to like not spend money right. on like high production value. Yes. The yeah. only ones I see are like Balenciaga, but even those are like pretty fucking yeah. sleek and expensive. Yeah, it doesn't looking. feel yeah. like it's the right platform for like, you know, the the, the level, uh, like the bar that they set for themselves, like it's like too high for the platform. Almost. Yeah. Like keep that shit on IG and have a little more fun with it. Personality, so like TikTok creators are even like a, they're different than the traditional Instagram influence. Like it's a different type of vibe, right? Totally. Uh, the thing I've been really interested in on TikTok is all these fashion critics who like armchair critics, like you know, like yeah, kids. Yeah, there was there's this one woman I can't remember her name, but she was kind of breaking down why people why people would wear head to toe designer, why they wouldn't, hmm. and. It was written, brought in class and all that stuff. It was really interesting. She was just sort of dissecting. It was like she did a paper on it or something, mm. but it, it was smarter than anything I've read in a long time. Ooh. And But a girl like that or a woman like that is not going to have a blog in this day and age, no. right? Or not going to, it's, it's yeah. going to go right there and do the talking. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And I don't know how they edit all what those about things media? together. Do you think media, like fashion journalism or fashion media is under threat at all by Ugh. just these like these talking heads, which they might even know what the fuck they're, they might know what they're talking about. They might not. I don't, I think fashion media is barely existent at this point, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's not, there are a couple really talented people in there. Every once in a while you see an amazing shoot or like, I think that Mel. Like Otten, Kardashian's ass. Yeah, yeah. I think she, I think Mel Amber does a good job with interview. Sure, it's Mel's, interesting. Yeah, he definitely like injected he, some life into that. Yeah. Like sure. literally what other magazine have you ever talked about a shoot or an article in for the last few years it's and just you know, like big tiktok yeah yeah but, checks with emrata 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I think he's doing a, a good job and it's interesting, but I just think most of those magazines are so bad. And the mm-hmm. people who used to work at them don't work there anymore. They want to work at a brand where right. they get paid three times the money and yeah. yeah, or Instagram <laughs> or they do their own thing or they like you guys 20 years ago might've been editors at GQ or something, but now you have your own media. We do our own. We have a media company. Yeah, exactly. They let Jews and Asians and (laughs) and Conde. I don't, I don't know if they did 20 years ago. They they definitely didn't even 10 years ago. I think I interviewed there like five times. Oh my God. (laughs) Your loss. Mel Ottenberg, heavy hitter. Yeah. Jimmy and Larry, heavy hitters. Lauren Sherman, heavy hitter. But goats only. <laughs> you're not allowed on the BLF 500. So how do we get? Oh my on? god! Yeah, how do we get on the BLF 500? And I don't know. There are 498 more influential people in fashion than I. The BLF 500. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Call, pay, call me back. No. Do we just submit? No. Or like apply? You know what? I'll put you on the. I'll put you on the consideration <laughs> list next year. <laughs> and when mention. we do our conversations, because there was someone I had a drink with last night who was like, how do I get someone on my team on the BLF 500? I was like, well, you would be the person who was someone on your team. Yeah, it was, I, they were, you know what though? It was honestly, Martine Rose start fucking designing that product for Louis Vuitton. So I was like, I'm putting your name down that we can have the conversation next year. The thing is we didn't do it for two years. So like, Oh really? Yeah, so because of the pandemic. Yeah, so Jeff like there Staples are a lot. Number one and two then. Jeff Staples <laughs> yeah. still number six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there are like a lot of people who we missed. Right. Mm. Who don't feel appropriate for this year. Who are some bozos that you would boot off the list <laughs> if given the opportunity tomorrow? <laughs> I so don't even know. Pigeon Man. I don't even know everyone who's you on can. the list. You can't, like, you that's can't recite the, all 500? Yeah. No. Like the, and like there's the also we have pie. the Hall of Fame. What's the Hall what? of Fame? The like Hall of Fame is like like Grace Coddington's on there. Oh, okay. Like people who d- are just, I mean, once you're on it, you're on it. it. It's just, the thing is, I love lists. I used, I was a reporter at Forbes a long time ago before it got really crazy and it had all those weird contributors and <laughs> they had, we had all these lists <laughs> and it's really fun to do. I used to do a list called best cities for singles Ooh. and it was like, had this ma- methodology well, or whatever. Smashville? Like I don't, I honestly don't remember. There were so many, but it, that kind of stuff is really fun and people Nashville get excited, but I'm also like it, who cares? I don't know. It's just a real, it's such a weird thing. I, it's so funny to me that people care about it, but well, well, it's a distinction. Well, yeah. it's, I mean, it's more of a, you know, there are so many people who are not on it who are really important. We, we, were, we were on the uh, style.com's most influential people in menswear. In Amazing. Like shout out 15 shout or out Noah J. Nark that. Amazing. That was yeah. what we were doing. Like, and that's when we had no influence. That was fashion bros. Yeah, we had a YouTube show that no one watched. It was like Amazing. Raph Simmons, the fashion bros. But in, but in terms <laughs> of like the actual like, you know, numbered lists, like industry lists where it feels like an achievement, like B- the BOF 500 is more important than like the hype beast 100. I guess or whatever so. Yeah. Yes. Do, so. Yeah. And there is a lot of thought put into it. I, I think there, you, you bring it back for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's coming out in a couple sure. weeks. Oh, sure. so I guess we're going to have to wait another year. There <laughs> is. Yeah. I'll, I'll put you on my, on my, on my notes. Um, there is like, I understand, but there are a lot of people who don't end up on it who are very influential and impactful, who, you know, we forget about them. Like you can't remember everybody. dozens of us. (laughs) It's, you know what? The best thing to do is have someone on the list nominate you. 
Oh, but don't have like seven people. Don't have like seven people on the list oh, nominated because that also is a little weird. Well, if if someone is like, hey, I really think you should consider this person, hmm. it's definitely a, a factor. Right. If there, you, sometimes there's like a flood, going. flood of people, and that I would say is oh, a little bit skeptic. But yeah, it's it's um Bobby hundreds. I'll buy some fucking. I think if he's on that list, whatever the fuck you're shilling, <laughs> the NFT, the NFTs, that's what they are. On the bomb it, heads. Honestly, it does come from a place of like wanting to recognize people who are yeah. valuable in the industry. Every BOF, if you didn't notice, is very sincere. Mm. That's who the you, number one word I would use to describe it. Yeah. Like paywall. Yeah. <laughs> Expensive. Who do you think is the most important person in fashion? Ooh. Oh my God. Number one. Number one. Well, in terms of making money. Well, I don't know. If that's, that's how you define yeah. importance, then, hey, that's your prerogative. If that's you being sincere. In terms of making money, Bernardo, no. Right. Okay. What is he, the third richest man in the world? It, uh, he's he's somewhere King up there. Maker. Yeah, for real. But he controls so much of the business now and is, and they also control so much of the talent. Right. What do you think of his fucking kid, Alex? You think he's got a good head He's interesting. I've interviewed him a few times. No, I mean, how much nepotism is at play there? <laughs> I mean, it's a family-run business. It's like succession. It's like four kids. But I will say I've interviewed him and the older brother. There's a sister too, right? Yeah. She, Delphine, I've also yeah, interviewed. The now there's this younger brother. I think his name's Frederick. Okay. There's a bunch of them. He, <laughs> Which one is most like Kendall Roy? <laughs> yeah. Which one is Greg the Egg? He sp- <laughs> Alex speaks American. If okay. that makes sense, oh, like he, he says swag and drip. He's yeah. very startup. He, has numbered he is very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. He, I've, I've interviewed him and typed my notes instead of writing them because that's easier. And mm-hmm. I, I rarely ask people if I can do that because it, I think it would. But I knew he wouldn't mind, and he was like, "Yeah, that's fine." It is extremely distracting. Yeah, it, it's just <laughs> well, I can away. type so really easily. Yes, I type so fast. I don't need to look at I'm all, and I can like that. put it on the site. I mean, I mean I'm do. I've been doing skill. this for almost twenty years. Uh, Warren still types with two fingers. No, I don't. <laughs> I can touch Neander, type like a I can fucking touch Neanderthal. Type. But usually, I use a pen, and, and but he is he's very savvy. Yeah. It it's, will be really interesting to see what happens to the product of Tiffany, like. Yeah. Marketing is whatever, but I think the product and the store design are the I mean, things. Ruba now, right? She's Ruba has been, and yeah. I think Ruba was there before, and she's extremely talented. Yeah, she's sick. Um, well, look, I think it's it's clear that you're gonna we're gonna be nominated. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> definitely lose, we're gonna uh, yeah we're gonna assault everyone or harass everyone that mm-hmm. comes to our party um, to nominate us because all the heavy hitters are coming. But what is the throwing fits reputation inside the hallowed halls of BOF? <laughs> well, I you you've gotten a lot of press at BOF. I know, recently. right? That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's crazy. Well, the the niche collaborations. Which thank you for putting me on yeah. the IG story and no tag, but no, no, I didn't go as if she was like. I, I definitely told the told the IG that? team, hey, yeah. you have to be nice yeah. to those guys. You know what ghost tagging is yeah. do that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, what's a rep? I think if if I am helping people that they're doing a story about menswear, I'd say I tell them to ask you guys and oh, Chris yeah. Black okay for a quote because <laughs> I'm like these are the people who I trust. <laughs> Chris was in that article. Yeah, I <laughs> so noticed that. I was like, face. he inter- he quoted Chris again. Yeah, you shouldn't quote the same people over and over again. Except but yeah, of course. But okay. I I would say that you are. 
what I like are people. I just did a I just did a piece that's coming out tomorrow about a menswear designer, mostly Ooh. menswear, and I interviewed Nick Wooster for it because oh, it's God. about a the brand Wooster. with like a lot of history, mm. and he knows about what's happening right now. Yeah. I personally prefer to talk to people who do not work at retailers or there are a couple that work at retailer like Bruce Pask is really mm-hmm. good, but I'd rather w- talk to an independent and ent- an entity that like also has no agenda. Smart. Well, I mean, you have an agenda, but it's yeah, only to promote like yourself. Five hundred. It's only to promote up, yourself, not to promote platform. a certain brand or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, you're here for New York Fashion Week and you talked about your jam-packed schedule and your 10 p.m. dinners. It's <laughs> yeah, insane. You have to add something to your schedule, which is the throwing fits, the first ever inaugural thro- New York Fashion Week party we'll in which we're shutting down yeah. Fashion Week mm-hmm. um, on September Grand 15th. closing. Uh, I'll, I'll come. From 9 p.m. to 8. So, you know, you can, you can <laughs> have dinner. It starts at 9? It's yeah. a party. You can have okay. dinner and then you can come. Actually, yeah. I'll come. Yeah. I'm going to go to... Cocktail. Come and then have dinner. I have a dinner at <laughs> seven at either in Brooklyn Heights or at Le Dive. Ooh. Depending. And one of those people that I'm going to dinner with will also attend. Oh, oh, Dime Square. Yeah. Perfect. Um, tell us, what are the keys to throwing a banger fashion party? Because yeah. you've, uh, you've been to them all. Yeah. In your estimation. Oh, my God. I really don't like going to parties. <laughs> I think having a good mix of people is the most important thing. Okay. Well, and having, uh, what if it's all dudes <laughs> and you? Honestly, I went to Pitti Uomo once. Is that sure. how you pronounce yes. it? It was so fun because I ju- it's just much chiller, the men's fashion scene. Right. Yeah. I, so? I would say it's just more relaxed. No I don't know. There are definitely bitchy people and bitchy situations. I think there, I remember one publicist telling me there was one magazine that were really weird about seating. And if they all didn't have front row or something, they would stand in the middle. What? I'm not going to say who How it was. Dare you this is like old, right. old, um, How petty, dude. Yeah, the, that details. kind of shit actually yeah. does. I've never, uh, yeah, some and there's so much. The craziest thing about those magazines is the hierarchy with seating and all that. It's just so crazy. But well, what, we're, what we're trying to do is kind of uh, we're, we're trying to be democratic yeah. about it. And there's it's no just, RCP list. It's just like, come on, come uh, on. I mean, obviously, it's the IPs are going to uh, get the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that that's a smart move? I think, think it's, it's stressful for someone like me who does not I like crowds. Folk. But I would say just have good, if you have good alcohol, you don't need to have food at that time. Nobody no. cares. Just have like decent alcohol or or enough alcohol <laughs> and make it easy to get to the bar. Okay. And it'll be fine. And you'll have a great time and good music. And this venue looks fun. And in, is Ooh. it on Kenmare? Is it? Lafayette. Lafayette. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, uh, what, what brands throw the best parties in your estimation? You know what? Italian brands. Oh, oh yeah. Like they have, they actually do have a ton of food and it it's always well, like yeah. a little handsy, but yeah, goodies. like they used to, I remember <laughs> I went to, you can like, you go to a preview before the show and they have like a huge, like aperitivo. It's really fun to go to like showrooms in Italy and well, they're, things they're like that. They're it out, right? Yeah. When you were at yeah. Pitti, did you go to the Cuccinelli dinner? Because that's, no. like, that's like the no. soiree of the I don't know year. who I went. Did I go? I didn't go for BOF. This was years ago. I might have gone for Vashinista or something. Okay. I, d- I definitely did not go to that. But it was the year... I went I went the year Band of Outsiders did something, actually, and huh. a year that Rodarte did something as well. And it was just... it's. Really, really, those types of things are really nice. I have, I'm trying to think. I mean, Chanel does really fun they just pull events and 
Yeah. And oh, and Hermes, mm. they do the best parties. Everyone gets a saddle. They, <laughs> no, but they have really fun. They do like interactive shit where you get you can get your portrait painted by an artist and stuff like that. And every party they do, I've been to the I did I went to a party that they did in the Bay Area. I've been to a party they did in Miami. And they're really fun and they always have great performance. They hire creative people. That business is I really don't want to feel sound like I'm shilling for Hermes because I'm absolutely not. But they really do start with creativity and if you talk i interview all these ceos if you talk to a french ceo they talk <laughs> about creativity constantly or even italian if and you patience. talk to an american ceo they don't talk about that at all oh, what are they no, talking about money they're fucking yeah they, yeah and they just talk about like um is that why rebalancing american the pro- trash yeah it, it's a different business but um completely different mentality yeah it's like it is literally based on 7th Avenue and making money and producing product whereas those in Europe those businesses are like managed like P&G now they're managed like a consumer packaged goods brand but they have all this history right and American brands, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and American brands, their history is literally just like selling shit. It's like, so back in and, 2013, yeah. uh, it's the history of the country, dude. <laughs> you think about what are the really successful brands. I'm, I'm writing a profile right now, and I've been thinking about Skims a lot. Like, that is a successful American brand. 3.2 billion. Yeah. yeah, and they've done it. They've scaled. They are profitable. Like, they've done what they're supposed to do. That is what the kinds of brands in America that we should be writing about. But formerly, it's formerly known as kimono. Yes, that's true. That's true. That was you, a misstep. When you're around <laughs> brands, like you mentioned band, you, is Rodarte still around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned band, you mentioned the entire world. Like, do you smell death on these? Like, you know, what's funny about cancer, tumor, tumor riddled fucking, you know, what's funny about band of outsiders is I broke the story that, they were closing, but it was like basically closed for over a year. And I had right. done an interview with Scott at a fashionista conference in LA. And he, I think it was already closed when we did the interview. Yes. I mean, whether or not these brands are, most of them aren't going to exist. And like a lot of these brands that quote unquote exist, they really don't, you know, they have like one employee and they might, <laughs> distribute to one place we did have a call with entire world and uh yeah. to do some shit like obviously when he still existed and like we're on the zoom with this guy yeah. and he's like oh hey i'm like you know marketing and he's like oh let me like go over to our like production team and then he just like turns the zoom what, and he's like, just woman. us like just <laughs> yeah. us in here just in a factory you know? i mean i'm a i'm a huge fan of scott's and think he's incredibly incredibly talented What's he up to now? is he gonna come back again i think he's doing a bunch of different projects and working for different brands. He is an incredible brand maker. Okay. I think he'll end up doing another fashion line. If you asked him, he probably would say no, but I don't think he can resist. What do you think is the next notable brand to kick the bucket? Oh, I mean, I have a long list of things that I'm constantly like, not who you want to see die. But who you think? Yeah. Well, but like, who do you also want to see? Die? You see that you see the vulture <laughs> circling. There, who is going to kick the bucket? Because uh, as a, as an expert on the business side of things, you must know that you like, know what brand has been very interesting that I thought would not exist that still does, and I'm still like chugging along. Yeah. Is that 
Outdoor Voices. Oh, really? So I covered that closely because I thought it was a really interesting brand and they did a very good job. When you talk about, we talk about white space a lot on mm-hmm. BOF. Mm-hmm. And I think in activewear, there That's is what, still. <laughs> right, right south of Silver Lake. But um, it, it, there's a lot. There's a lot of opportunity. People wear leggings all fucking day. Yeah. And there are only like three brands that people wear. What Someday. Lululemon. Lululemon, Allo, Nike, and Allo. Allo. Okay. Yeah. I would say, I mean, there are a couple more, but but there is, you have thousands of fashion brands. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I just, I thought at the beginning, Outdoor Voice, Voices had a really original like, proposition or whatever. And then it was, which is what doing things <laughs> that and cute leggings with color blocking or whatever <laughs> yeah, that everyone uh, else copied. Yeah, there was some she doesn't right? work there anymore. Booted, right? And I wrote a lot about that. It was very dramatic. And they recently, someone sent me their deck and they were raising money again mm. because they have a new owner. She also runs another direct to consumer brand and her and her husband have a VC firm. He is, in the gaming or something and has also had whatever, but they don't miss. They've basically made the brand very basic bitch, bitch. Like it's like they went downstream. Yeah. And which they're doing, they're growing like they're $90 million business now. And Mm. they were 40 million. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of thought it would totally go away. Now, whether or not they can get it to 500 million, who buys that brand? I don't know. And I just don't think it's strong enough. Like Aloe Yoga is not for me, but I think they have a really strong brand identity. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Sarah Snyder puts posting thirst traps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that Sarah fucking Snyder. It, but I think, Jimmy. yeah, I think that like <laughs> my mother was named Sarah Snyder. <laughs> they, I could see them getting bought by someone. Right. Like they've done a really good job. I maybe Ov still has a chance. But I definitely you thought they'd be thought, dead and gone by this. Point. I thought, yeah, I really and I do. And I also think that Tyler, who is in the same way, Scott Sternberg is just really good at building brands. I think Tyler is very good at it. And I would be interested to see her do another one of those brands because it, she's not doing anything now. She's she, laying no, lower. no. She has a web three business Ooh, and oh, also, also like a CBD. <laughs> is she on the PLF 500? She used to be. I mean, oh. she, once you are, you, I don't think you're ever she's kicked off. She's, Wait, it's, she, it's a forever. It's yeah, like when, yeah, you're, yeah. when you're president, you're always. Yeah. President? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think so. I honestly, yes, you don't oh. get kicked off. So now there's like, you know, there's a lot of people. It's like, yeah, like thirty thousand. Yeah, there's oh, a lot of well, people. Then on who it. even cares? Yeah. Let's switch from brand success back to media success. Mm. So one of the big initiatives of New York Fashion Week is Vogue World. Oh yeah. Colon New York. Can't wait. I cannot Do you wait. Think Vogue World colon New York will be a success. Yeah. Or will it just be a colon? I think. I'm. We'll see who. What if the it? so it's. It's basically a runway show, but it's mostly paid tickets and there's going to be shopping available. So it's like a, a, a shrunken fashion night. I was going to say, it's an extension of fashion night out. baby. Yeah. It's like shrunken fashions night out. It's like going to be (laughs) essentially a carnival with a runway show (laughs) and the carnival booths are like Net-A-Porter or whatever. I miss fashions night out. That shit was It was insane. It was insane. It was legit the perch. It was awesome. It was so that first one. But this would be like a refined version of that same mentality. I think much smaller. Who's buying these tickets? Is it like tourists and like housewives? Is it Sorry, that was sexist. People like, like, yeah, 
Yeah, I think so. People, Is it like TikTok if you go to Lincoln Center, that's what half those tickets are. It's yeah, like Mercedes Benz. I VIPs. think people want. They want. They still think it's cool. I don't I'll, honestly. I don't know. I'll go and see, and it might be. I can. I'll be able to tell. It's all. All you know, comp tickets, and then it it won't be. But I think people still. Anna Wintour is like a pop culture yeah, icon. For sure. And if you if you were like, let's go to New York and <laughs> and go to Vogue World and go shopping at Vogue World and maybe I'll see Anna Wintour. And there is yeah. a tier where you get to maybe be, be introduced to Vogue there. editors. Yes. Maybe and see them two. in person or whatever. It's like Wait, going to a concert. For Vogue editors? If you have if you buy a certain tier, the more expensive tickets. Yeah. Wow. They don't promise wow. Anna, but they right. have I mean, some who, I mean who can? And that's what if you're a media brand, I guess that's what you have to do now to make like they really? they like, are. But the, but the editors aren't getting a cut of these of this media. No, right? I'm no. I mean they work for they work for Vogue. Dang, so they don't eat any meat. But yeah. they're capitalizing off the names of like, hey, you get yeah. to meet well, editor. Well, I mean, so and so. Yeah, but maybe they I don't know how all that works. <laughs> Do you think do you think media and there's so much media and retail kind of like uh intersection now? Look at like Heist and Bide, your the hype yeah, yeah. Store, you think <laughs> that's the future? Yeah, but I don't know if anyone's done it. Who was I thinking about that's done it really well? I Go think it almost has to start <laughs> with you all and then also maybe Tori Birch. Like it has to start with <laughs> Tori Birch was editorial first? No, it has okay. to start with the brand first, okay. I oh, think. Okay. I mean, you maybe not. Maybe you'll prove everyone wrong. But I think (laughs) I think like I worked at Lucky Magazine for Uh a year. Lawrence wrote a a column for me for one time. time. Yeah, it was all all shopping. Yeah, it was for consumers. Yeah. Yeah, And which is a good idea. Honestly, it was it was like a maglog. And if they had started at 10, they started in 2000. If they started in 1990, it would have done well for a while. But even by the time I got there, like they had not, they should have just made it an online thing mm-hmm. in 2005 and, and built e-commerce, but they couldn't figure it out. And e-commerce, commerce is hard. I think like. It was Lucky Akande property? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just think it's really hard to blend the two, but there are businesses that do the content part. You know who does a really good job? Tibby. Oh, Yeah. So the woman who designs Tibby, which is like, was a random contemporary brand. It's been around since 1998. It was, no one was interested. She has, her name's Amy. She has very, very good taste. And she decided in like 2011 or 2015, she was like, I am sick of selling this stupid contemporary shit that I don't want to wear. I'm just going to start making stuff that I like. And she created a fake brand that sold all the hits okay like a ghost brand and sold all the hits so she could fund the new tibby and go on her instagram she does all these reels and she basically i went into the store because i bought a pair of pants there yesterday and the pants were too long i was like do you have a tailor and they were and she was like no but our designer amy and she brings over rubber bands and she like artfully bunches i'm not doing it she she, like styled your shit she styled my pants and she's like are you more classic or artistic and i was like i don't have an opinion (laughs) i I am (laughs) and but she used rubber bands to style my pants and she's like this is how amy would wear them and amy (laughs) does these fit clinics on and women are obsessed with it and of course is it a cult of personality right around her it's it's very 
constructive, like the way you used to read a magazine, it would be like, here are the different styles and here are tips. Five ways to wear your pants. Yes. It's like front of book service. Yes. But, but in this way that she's trying to be like less judgmental and it's Mm. not about like what looks, she talks a lot about like, don't think about it looking flattering, whatever it doesn't, the content doesn't really matter. The, the point is that she has, she's having a show and she half the people are going to be her clients. Hmm. And I think that's like modern media. Now, like did I go like and get my pants, get the pants hemmed immediately? Cause I'm not doing some weird ass yeah, crunching. Yes. <laughs> but below my fucking pay grade, but like, I was <laughs> blood flow to my it lower was, extremities. It was just, it was weird. I was like, I know that this, but, but the thing was all these people in the store, they were like, our designer, Amy does this. And, they okay, were this so is a, into this is a leftover it. Shit. No, but but the but, show but that's what like Patreon model. It's like, but, you know. but that is what yes, like she should she the she Amy should have clothes. a pod. I mean, it's crazy. This woman has created an th- army. She she has like the head of development for Netflix is a client, and she comes oh. on and they talk about personal style and and she's just it's very impressive what they've done and she's so like owns goop. the business. Yeah, but like less. Desperate or something. <laughs> well, Goop Goop was probably a success story when it comes to marrying editorial yes. and, yeah. and product. Yeah, true. Yes. Especially in the beginning. I think that she is still very authentic. I like I'm a fan of Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Authentically insane. Because she yeah. knows her bullshit. Like yeah. she's well, she, she owns it, but she also owns it and is like, I know I'm ridiculous. Well, right. actually you can buy a candle. It's Sometimes like a it's like a little much, but and recently, but but I think generally she does. Yeah, they've done a pretty good. They've done. They've probably done the best job of actually making the the product out of editorial, sure. like selling a lot of it or whatever. Second only to throwing fits. The yeah. They dumper. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Our semi-regular link dump. Lauren, what articles of yours get the most clicks? Is it like scoops i would is it the gossipy stuff is it what is it well sometimes it's like stories that are very constructive what is that like service stories like how to like i did a story this summer on how what makes a great luxury store Mm. this was not my passion project but it's like seo at play or what is that it's not seo it's like people want they want they want like a guidebook they are industry people yeah they're getting they're they're writing this off they want to know how to, they want to know about strategy. Cool. So it's like, right. here are the 10 things you can do to make your store nicer, whatever. Those kinds of stories do really well. I don't write a ton of those. When you say do really well, do you mean like like clicks? Like, is that what's important? We, is that the metric? We measure everything. Okay. And I would say yeah. that like, it's, it's signups, it's conversions. It's like, it's, it's how many people just land on the page. It's how it does on Instagram. It's like everything. I would say it is a little bit nicer to work somewhere like BOF where most of the revenue comes from subscription right. because not advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Because a, I never have any advertising pressure. There's no one who's like, you wrote this rumor, but like yeah, yeah. it doesn't happen. Like I get yelled Silence at, brand, I get yeah. yelled at by PRs, but Fix not this Gucci like we're going to pull your advertising. Like that doesn't yeah. happen, which is r- yeah. really nice, but you'll never be a Gucci. The, like I was talking to my boss today and he's like, cause I was talking about heads and decks and, are we doing them? And he was like, we just need to do them in the best way that like is best for the reader, which is very nice. Um, But I would say the stories that the reason that they employ me are the stories where I've been doing this for 15 years and I can get 
Like I did a big store on Pro Ends of Schooler at the beginning of this year. The A would have probably not run anywhere else because they're not big enough a, a brand for like a Wall Street Journal or a New York Times to run Is something. It, it's like their comeback, right? Kinda. Well, it was just about like they've lost a ton of money from of private equity. They've it, they lost like sixty million dollars in private equity more. money and. <laughs> And they and they are turning it around, and they have this amazing CEO. They lost sixty million dollars. Yes, and so no one because like steps to do you know how easy it is to to lose that amount of money? Sure, yeah. Because you have to employ all these people, and so they spent sixty million. They didn't lose it. Well, Well, no, they 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 lost it because they (laughs) don't. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, but the investors like pulled their money out or they spent yeah, 60 mil. Okay. The investors pulled their money out and they, you, I, the, it's too complicated, but I knew all this stuff over years of talking to their different investors. I got one of their investors go on the record. They went on the record and like, yeah. I, I did it in a way it wasn't easy for them, but they also wanted to like turn the corner. And yeah. I think, but those kinds of stories, a, you couldn't run them anywhere else and B there's not, there are only a few people that have that kind of information at right. this point. So yeah. I think those are, I just did a story. It was much less of a heavy lift, but on like gap and their 20 year struggle <laughs> to fix that brand. And did it was, talk, did we talk to you about that? No. Are you, are no? you guys consulting with them? No, <laughs> no, 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 obviously not. Okay. But we've that the, we we've talked. No, that was for um the guardian, the guardian. The oh, guardian, oh Eliza did that story. Yes. That was British good. Label. She's great. British um, but we talked about Kanye for two hours. Well, that was that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of stories about like how to save the gap. And what I've realized because I'm on the West Coast now and talk to more people who work there, it's really about the family that owns the gap. Mm, and so sense. my story was like about this family that's owned it forever, but none of them really work there full time. The no, they're called the Fishers. Fishers. Yeah. And 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 like their success, the the Man, the guy, the woman and guy who founded it, they were they started the jeans store, but it was really Mick, Mickey Drexler who like mm-hmm. made it a thing. And so they but they're they're still they own their family still owns a ton of it and they still have a huge amount of influence. And no one had ever written that story of like, I didn't even know those people existed till five minutes. Ago. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff that like. I was like, I know that all this Kanye stuff and people want to hear about the drama. And I did have a little bit in there right. about what was going on. Like I talked to one of the Kanye designers who said one of the big challenges for them was like, there are just so Kanye. many. Yes. <laughs> yes. And really trying to communicate with this psycho. Yes. And, but it was like, basically you can't have a hundred percent cotton fleece because it's not flame retardant. <laughs> and then <laughs> there was, there was another thing where they wanted to do something and oh, they wanted to have holes in the t-shirts and they were like, we can't do that because it won't pass the wash test (laughs) and like stuff like that. I don't know. That's the kind of stuff that I feel like I do. (laughs) And that story did. My brother was called roommates with a fisher. You should have talked to him. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. They're really nice people. And that was, that's like, I try to be nice, but also. Yeah. But fair. I just, if you just like reveal the information you don't have to be mean because a lot of times it just like information speaks. Yeah. We're nine days yeah. away from Kanye trashing these people publicly on his Instagram, yeah. so we look forward. to That, that. stuff is getting to a point <laughs> Yo, where you need to control, like, dude. I don't even. I you get your popcorn out. It's awesome you, to watch, but it's, sure. Yeah, and it's also there. like it's just well, boring, it's embarrassing. You know? It's for sure embarrassing, but it is entertaining. It's just it's. Unhinged. I don't even know how you you have to have like a mental health expert 
on every story commenting oh, on honestly, it. Oh, yeah. honestly. Well, well, how so, lucky do you feel? And I, I thank my fucking stars every day that like I'm not on like Kanye style watch yeah. anymore at like Complex. Yeah. Where oh it, you would have to be like blogging about Every this, day, like, daily. No. Like it's in yeah. the cottage industry. Like what did Kanye do today? Oh my God. Who is sucked. Don Cherry Pop? You know, like. <laughs> yeah. And what does he do at, at Adidas? <laughs> Where to buy Don Cherry's hat. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Ten hats that look like Don yeah. Cherry's hat. And yeah. that is another nice thing about BOF is that we don't have to do that kind right. of stuff. What stories of yours typically brick? Yeah. Brick? Like yeah. Terror disasters in terms yeah. of uh, whatever, whatever. It, it's usually, I would say that like the lesser red stuff is about smaller brands. And so we still do that stuff because it's, it's important. Like I have yeah. a story coming out tomorrow about, I guess I can say it. I, if it doesn't happen, then I'll, I'll tell you guys, but about Bally and Ruigi from oh, rude. Mm. And like, I don't know how well it's going to perform, but it was such an interesting Ruigi, story about the article. Uh, or both. Oh, both. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. Like uh, if it's going to do well or not, Who is the Bally customer. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like this whole thing, they, I mean, they need a new customer. Right. Yeah, that's, right. why, that's they why they hired him. Because yeah. there was no Bally customer. But yeah. there, there is one because they have three hundred stores. So if you have three hundred like, stores, yeah, in airports, yeah. But like, there are guys who do not listen ah, to shit. throwing fits a, who buy luggage. their yeah. loafers or whatever at the airport. Yeah. Yes, Dave yeah, no. Portnoy. Yeah, yeah. They're just like guys <laughs> on the street, and so, but, but I. It Wait, was did you interesting. Talk to Luigi for the article. I talked to Luigi. I talked to the CEO. I talked to I talked to Gene Pressman from Barney's for it because okay. I was like trying to get a sense of what Bar- of what Bally. Do you know they had like the first designer sneaker and they were really big with in hip hop in like the seventies and eighties. Sounds yes. like that. Makes and that then was they 50 had years ago. Yes, yeah. but but it was really interesting. Yeah, my in my and I have <laughs> no, I I didn't see the clothes like were revealing sort of the strategy or whatever. Right, but. He's mostly designing women's stuff. Really? Yeah, because it's it's launching there, and they really want to up the ready to wear and up the women. The business is sixty forty men women, and they want to change that because women are bigger buyers or whatever. Well, the dudes come a but, long way. I'll women say be that. shopping. But he like, literally was a scammer on Grail. We but, banned him from Grail. It, but <laughs> like, it's amazing. Ten years ago. But <laughs> I wish I had known that. Bally. One one fifth of Bally's but, history. But that's the that's the thing. Of it was just a really interesting story. I don't know if a lot of people will read it like from a, it's not going to do well it depends what, the what is. how clickbaity are we going to get yeah, what, no we're not let's get back to those heads grilled, we're not grilled scammer <laughs> Luigi <laughs> he did tell a story about putting a designer label on something that wasn't real yeah, and selling it to his friend for a lot of money and it made him understand With and, and like, then oh. he like he apparently revealed it to his friend and they laugh about it but he did say that that's what taught him that's why he priced rude so high and looked scammer like mentality dude that's Every, the, I went the, to the, the philosophy of the emperor's new clothes. Yeah, it, I went. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it cost. It yeah, I mean, he's very smart. I the the way I started to really notice rude. I, maybe I should have known more Definitely about in LA, it. I'm sure. But right? yeah. I went to Nobu Malibu for my anniversary. <laughs> well, that's sick. It was that. fun. I'm no, it was. I'm, I'm sure what the waiters were wearing rude. It, like, it was crazy. Everybody was fucking rude. Marble hat. That and everybody. I was like, what is this brand? They were wearing Fendi, Louis Vuitton, like so right. much Louis Vuitton. The most garish. Fendi. This is, all, this is all like TikTok, like hype house motherfuckers. Yes. Like and I was or, like, oh, wait, oh, like old guys trying to be young. No, they were like, all young. And because we, they, looked like, they looked like Jerry Seinfeld and Kip. Yeah, yeah they so. were all drinking garden margaritas. <laughs> 
And I was like, what the fuck is this brand? <laughs> and I look it up and I'm like, yeah, oh, California rolls his mouth I mean, this, that brand is going to do $50 million this year. Rude. Rude? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rude's well, huge. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's it's just like, it's but, it, but it's like $500 for a pair of pants. It's really, I mean, I mean if, if very interesting guy. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm going to Milan for fashion week for the first time in a really long time. I'm so interested to see it because like, Oh, the Bally show. Yeah. Because it's either going to be absolute shit or really good. Uh, it'll, it'll be a spectacle. I'll, I'll give sure. you one guess. <laughs> it'll it, be a spectacle. I don't know. I but don't at the know. very least, people will be talking about yeah. it in the post Virgil void. When we think about like who are, you know, next it's Luigi, obviously Jerry, guys like Tremaine. Like, yeah. You know, design POCs that like fucking have the attention. Yeah. You know, it's very, world. it's yeah, very interesting. Little, uh, there no, not at all, dude. You, just, 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 you think I'm, you need a shot? I'm just a talking head, dude. I'm just fashion's Tucker Carlson. Has a, has a brand <laughs> ever gotten heated over your writing or reporting? I mean, we yes, made, of course. People get mad at me all what, the time. What's been yeah. the most heated a brand has ever been? Oh, my God. I definitely. Well, I could say this because it's a long time ago. I did a story about it was some gossipy story on Fashionista. I don't I don't even think I wrote it. It was about like Blake Lively not being invited. Oh, yeah. It was this girl, Alice. <laughs> Go piss. Girl. Alice, this. Parisian reporter it she like had heard that Blake Lively wasn't invited to the show or something. We ran it. It was Ooh. so stupid. I don't think she called for comment and like we didn't get invited to Chanel for a couple of seasons. Oh, she's oh, the ambassador no. or whatever. Yeah. There's definitely I've definitely I mean, not been invited to shows for a couple seasons because people are mad or whatever. You know, the do not fly list just till you kind of apologize yeah. or well, learned your lesson. Well, no, it's like more they just wanna you do things to like you just keep you just keep doing your job and eventually they are not mad or a new group right. of people come in or you have a coffee with the person <laughs> bread and you like one designer was upset about a review I did once, which like who reads it was seven people reading my review of this designer, <laughs> especially this one. And he was Ooh, really upset. And he was like, but all the retailers read it. And I was like, no, they I don't, don't. They really don't they like don't. you read it. And matter. it's a dialogue between the designer and the the writer and whatever. But yeah, sometimes people get it. One brand got really mad. The a CEO called me because he thought the review was too mean. <laughs> but then we like had a really good conversation, and he ended up getting. He's like, fired. "You're right. It fucking oh, sucked." Yeah, he. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was exact. What because I said of your was review, right. His fans no. and a lot of the streets. What I him. said in the review was correct, and he got fired <laughs> for that. But for a lot of what your I said, opinion, right. okay. uh, which not because I'm sure that like the board of this company was not reading my review, right. but right. the things that I said. Were, were part of objective yeah. observations. Yeah. And he, but like, he, it doesn't happen a lot. People get upset or like the brand was occasionally threw himself off the yeah occasionally i'll get an email from pr being like the designer's very upset like sometimes it's true what do you say back to that well sometimes (laughs) i i do because i like i'm a people pleaser and i don't want to have i don't like confrontation and all this stuff i'll just be like look like I, I understand and I'll consider, but yeah. this is try better opinion. next season. I hear you, yeah. but get your fucking weight up. Yeah. The trash. Yeah. You better lawyer. And up. there it's, I mean, it's hard. Sometimes I really like people oh, and their clothes are bad and that's yeah. hard too. Yeah. That's a tough like, one. What do you think of the throwing fits Mr. Porter stuff? <laughs> What's your um, I need to really review it closely. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. What do you think of this do hat we, right here? It's cute. Oh, it's cute. I like it. I like it. I love this, um, this, glass yeah it's oh, yeah. free merch from yeah it's great i wish it. i was at that party it looked really fun swag. yeah you would have to, we would have yeah. to fly you out 
Yeah, it's okay. I, I mean, it's okay. I'm not. I don't do press trips there. It looked fun. It was at that place that Justin Thoreau yeah. owns or whatever. Yeah, all these like cool course. celebs there. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I yeah. see <laughs> cousin Greg walking around the Silver Lake Reservoir. I saw <laughs> with Jeff, nice. like with like a, a with like flat thing. I don't really notice who he who he who he's with. He's definitely when he's in L.A. is around my neighborhood. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I want to get. I want to talk about your podcast. Oh, you just launched. A new pod called yes. The Debrief. Welcome to what's, the Brotherhood. I don't know. I don't know how much crossover we're going to have in audience. What's the elevator pitch? Like, what's yeah, this what's, about? What's, so what's, what's, what's I don't listen to the Daily, but I think it's the New York Times thing. That's like the most popular, yes, of in the, the world. But it's basically the idea is to take one story that we've done, and I talked to one of the reporters. This next week is going to be the one I did on. Virge? Virgil and I talked to Imran okay, because he was my editor on it and he it was just easy you got the big dog yeah, yeah it was super it was super fun um but generally I talked to other reporters and just say like why did you decide to do the story and then we break it down and it's more fun when I have an opinion about the mm-hmm. thing sometimes I have no idea about like if it's nft shit i don't know anything but it's interesting because mark our our technology reporter knows a lot mark of that Lane, stuff baby. Yeah, yeah he's he's so good so and it's really short and the idea is like even people who subscribe to bof a lot of times don't have time to read all the articles right. and it's just like the and this and, one's free yeah the pod's and not the the pod is there free you there you go and the other thing is it is the point is to like get people who maybe don't know that much about BOF right. interested. Yeah. And so get them like, in. bring them into the funnel. Yeah. That you guys aren't just like reporting the superficial stuff, but digging a little deeper. Yeah. Yeah. We go deep. The That's that shit. was the part of the, the, the debrief ain't that brief. Well, look, while the debrief is still spinning up its ratings and reviews on um, we double check oh, Apple charts and everything, Does the it, audience has weighed in. Did they say of my vocal fry? No, well, no, you no, no. had a stellar. You had four stellar reviews when we last checked. Oh, Everyone go over there. Five star review. Yeah. Leave a posy comment. Uh, subscribe. Yeah. Then unsubscribe. Then subscribe again. Yeah, That'll that juice the algo. Thank you. Charts, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome for that. Um, but while you're so while you're spinning up because it's fairly new, yeah. the audience has weighed in on the BOF podcast. I'm just going to read a few excerpts. Well, why don't you? We'll go. Want to go? Yeah, review, yeah. Review these here? are, these yeah. are yeah. randomly chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, Shame on you for being so cheap and not hiring an interpreter for the talk with Mr. Yoji Yamamoto. They're putting no effort into recording the podcast episodes. I wish there was a consistent host that is able to hold the attention of the listener as well as the (laughs) consistent quality of sound and a consistent schedule for new episodes. Oh, my God. So it's no consistency. It's British. It's pronounced schedule. Um, Schedule. Oh, my God. Fashion from people self-congratulating themselves about how amazing they are. Nothing of substance. (laughs) Too bad. Now is the time to change up the conversation instead of the same old stuff. Oh, no. Come on, guys. This is business of fashion. Fashion. There are so many platforms to advocate the political views, and yet I've listened to 40 minutes of India political situation. Also, this English. Uh, I've received if I received a dollar for every time Mrs. Ms. Ms. How do you pronounce that? Ayub. Ayub said Modi. I would not cover up for the value of time wasted. Oh so my god! Wow, I didn't know we were ruffling so many young. feathers. Is he, uh, is he the prime minister. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Last one. Uh, lately, it's just become another mm-hmm. arm for left propaganda. The topics aren't discussed. <laughs> oh, my God. It feels like Mr. Ahmed just wants to push agendas and doesn't really discuss the whole picture. Topics uh. reactionary, which lessens credibility. Oh, there was crime against Asian prostitutes. Let's make an episode about discussing hate against Asians. So my question for you, Lauren. Yeah. Oh, my say, God. I don't know. How ready can... are you to deal with the fucking average angry podcast hate listener? I I can't even believe that exists. I guess it's good that, that they are that. This is on the mothership pod. So, like, yeah. 
There's gonna. I don't think that's gonna happen with my pod. You don't think so? Yeah. No. Just you, people complaining about your vocal fry. People are definitely gonna start complaining about the vocal fry, but I don't think that's gonna happen with mine. Just I have th- nothing but love for yours. Yeah, yeah. we're we're not. These are you know we're taking on the tough topics on, well, no, on I the think BOF it is like, podcast. It, it is you do uh, pick the the topic of the day and kind of distill it. I wish you guys would do one on Jerry Seinfeld and Kiss. Oh my god, I'd love to hear Imran's thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah. I bet he liked it. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't know why. What's his, does he have trash style? Is that what it is? <laughs> is he, he just suited, great he's style suited every day? I'm sure, right? No, he doesn't wear a suit every day. He still do like wasn't he a guy who would wear like a, your just a vest but no jacket? Right? Wasn't he one of those guys? He wears a like <laughs> I don't know. Man. He has he wears like a lot. He wears a lot of color and wears like a lot of knits. I would mm. say and and Issy. I feel like all those guys in Europe are wearing tons oh, of really? Issy right now. Oh. Yeah, like uh, uh, like An- Angelo, piece, Angelo, our um, big flock of Vanto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flock he where he belly, loves if Yo, Tim. What's he up to that guy is the fucking. He's the ledge. best. He's the best. He wears. The, he's still reviewing for us. Did you get him on the podcast. I mean, he would definitely do it. He's, I mean, talk about the Pity Womo fucking Just DM him. Boss. He also is an illustrator and does all this. He oh, wanted wow. to talk about that stuff. Oh, he would definitely do it. He's oh, the best. He, I love just like, he's just always so disappointed in everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Have, like yeah, that. read his reviews or oh, I don't think like, paywalled, but get, he's always just like, hate, who gets the most hate of all BOF writers in the comments and shit? I don't, BOF's not like that. We don't no, really have BOF, any comments. The readership. Because people are trash. We know that. We can agree on that. We don't really get a lot of comments. Really? There's no like online. No, I remember once I wrote a story years ago when I first started writing for them and they were like, oh, someone from Fashionista is writing for this. I hope this doesn't mean that the quality is going to go down or whatever. But like that would be the worst. That's fucking fire. Yeah. All right. So go subscribe to The Debrief. Give it a listen. Rate it five stars. Mm -hmm. Then unsubscribe and then resubscribe. You know the vibes. Warren, besides BOF, besides throwing fits weekend, what's your media diet? Oh my God. I listen to, uh, I, in the morning, I wake up and I listen to NPR. Okay. And that's the only like actual news and Twitter Typical that I. Arm for left propaganda. Yes. And I don't, I don't watch any of TV. I don't, of that kind of ilk. I don't, I don't watch any. I don't read. I mean, I read the New York Times. I have a subscription to the New York Times or whatever, but okay. I listen to NPR. That is their paywall. <laughs> It's it's so it's so leaky. It's fine. Um, and <laughs> then on Twitter. Yeah. What do I? I get the New Yorker and New York Magazine. I would say I'm less of a New York Magazine person as I used to be. I hate to, mm, but I no don't. Sex Diaries for you. It's not. Yeah. It's not as Fake um. It's just not as I'm a big fan of Stella Bugby's. Oh, I just think she's a very she good editor. Yeah, she's just a really good. She's a good editor, and I do. I'm, I think she's doing a good job with styles and styles is just like a hard thing to, to get. Well, right? the one thing she fucked up on was yeah. not giving us front page of the South section yeah, and well. not having Lawrence's voice deep platforming Lawrence. Worst in the New York profile. Times. That's rude. Oh, you weren't quoted. I was not quoted in my own. Book. Wow. That's real. Ruthless. Uh, oh, dude, <laughs> that's ruthless. Me? I'm still not over. I'll never be over it. It's ruthless. Um, what anytime, else do anytime I now, listen anytime to? Now we post about like something like getting quoted. People are like, Oh, they let Lawrence talk this time. Yeah. yeah it's great. <laughs> I, so I read, I'll try to read one or two articles in the New Yorker. I always read the restaurant review. Oh, of course. Oh, um, tables for two, baby. Yeah. That she's really good. I, 
And I'll read, I'll read it. Some bigger features. I just, I read the Amy Schumer profile. And are you, are you like mainly on like getting your shit from Twitter? Yeah, from the timeline? IG, like- Twitter. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Oh shit. Are you on, are you on fashion Twitter? Not really. High fashion, high fashion Twitter. Yeah. I'm a not no. Okay. That's more I don't, like kids and people. That honestly, don't work in, in ministry, terms like. of in media diet, I do like I love. I think Amanda Mall is really good. Oh yeah, shout out Amanda. She's, she's at the Atlantic, right? Yeah, she's just a very good writer, and I love when she writes about fashion, but also just well, she comes she's from great. She comes from purse, yeah. purse blog. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like good on fucking her. Well, she's a she was real on, writer, dude. Yeah, she was on, at Purse Blog for like seven years, and she wrote her way into that job. It's very impressive. Um, I'm trying to think of we what I, I, I do listen to a lot of podcasts and mostly about the entertainment industry because I like. You love I, the guys. Is that like escapism? That's not like, that's esca- not like work, escapism. Right? You, love, you live for the tea. It's yeah, and it must be British. It, it's escapism, and it's not. And I like, I'm like obsessed with the streaming wars and all that stuff. Mm. And it's interesting to compare that to fashion because I'm not, I'm not like, a, I'm not reading a ton. There's really not that much fashion. There's not. There used to be so many things. I'm doing a profile of Style.com right now, mm. and that's interesting because he's sort of become the fashion aggregator. I like it. I mean, I just started following him. I guess it's a he apparently. Yeah. Just like a couple months ago. I like it a lot. Yeah. And it's it's nice, but it doesn't feel too suck uppy. And, and it's from an enthusiastic point yes. of view. Like, that's why I think like yeah. our show is on late because like we give a shit about men's. Yes. Well. And you like it. Yeah. And I think that's Care too much, arguably. You, the, I mean, that's <laughs> your enthusiast. But I, that yeah. that I it's like, like, I don't I don't look at diet Prada and right. that kind of stuff. But I'd say my media, I, I NPR is the main thing. I listen to a good amount of podcasts. I'm, Oh, you know what I'm completely obsessed with is, do you know this Pretty newsletter tough. puck, this group puck? No, it's no. basically this guy who used to work at vanity fair. I don't remember his name, but he, I, he, they have some private equity backing and I think Graydon Carter is an investor and they have these, individual newsletters and most of them aren't that good but like individual from specific from specific writers and the one that's it's called not what i'm hearing and it's the guy who used to be the editorial director at the hollywood reporter and he clearly like had all the stuff he was holding Mm. in when he was like playing nice at the hollywood reporter and he just unleashed and he sounds like kind of a dick but it's the reporting is amazing and it's like very inside baseball about the entertainment industry of people that obviously have no idea who they are but he'll be like this is how this happened like when scarlett johansson was suing whoever he had like all that background info and he's a former lawyer so he like knows what he can say and what he can't a former entertainment lawyer how enraptured are you by the whole don't worry darling oh my god i love it so much do you think harry styles really spit on chris no No, but it. The, I don't care. Like this is just insane. I, it yeah, starts with movie, but this shit is fucking. Yeah, wait, there's it, a movie. It yeah. starts with why did she? Why did Olivia Wilde say all that shit in the first place? Like what about Shia? She, about or? Shia and about her adjacent Sudeikis. Oh yeah. Like she is a te- very smart. Like she's always talking about yeah. how her parents are journal- war journalists or something. Like she's very smart. Weird flex. But she's okay. a tactical yeah. person. Yeah, for sure. 
Big mistake. Why right? did she think that was a good idea? And I, that you know is, what? I would love to know. I'm going to say it. Book smart, not that good. No, it wasn't good. I tweeted that Thank the other you. day. Female and you're a woman. No, it's just, I didn't, honestly don't really like Superbad. Sorry. What? what? Oh, I'm just well, not well, a judge. Okay. Fuck off the podcast. Lord, thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's you. been fun, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, let's talk about uh, kind of something else that you've been working on, I guess, for a minute now. Talk about, you know, deep reporting and investigative yeah. shit. Oh, that. Is this, this still happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, you were writing a book. <laughs> On Victoria's Secret, yeah. called American Angel. Well, it's not going to be called that. We changed okay. the name, oh, but really? that was American the Angel. American Angel. It's the new. The Stay new name is really good, but I'm not going to tell you okay. guys. Okay. Stay tuned alert. for that. That was in, just the placeholder. But in your funny. research, Working what has title. what has been the most mind blowing thing you've learned about Victoria's Secret that maybe the general public isn't aware of? Because obviously, like, there's been the documentaries. There's been Jeffrey yeah. Epstein. There's <laughs> been fucking what's his name? The the old Less. Less. Yeah. There's been the whole Abercrombie stuff, but like. What's something that oh, we man. maybe aren't aware of that you just think is yeah, a little tidbit? Give us yeah. a little taste. There little is. Bush. Okay, here is. Yeah, there. I don't I want to save most of it, but there's like little things. I, I'm going to give a real boring PR answer, I think. But no, don't do that. Here is the thing. First of all, that company has made so many people rich and it's like we need to do the math, but it might have been the best return on investment of a stock in that era. Like better than Apple. Oh, I guess that there it, it was right. pre. So right. like from 80 to 2000 or whatever. And that's the thing that here's the thing that bothered me about that documentary. I thought they it's a really hard subject because as as good as like Jeffrey Epstein is to sell books, mm-hmm. it's not fucking fun to deal with. That no, because it's not the story of Victoria. He didn't work at Victoria's secret right. every day. He wasn't involved in the business, but we can't ignore it because he was saying that he was a recruiter for Victoria's right. secret. And he had this relationship with the owner of Victoria's secret. That was like complicated. And the he owned, he was the power of attorney. Like he owned this guy's life. It's just very annoying. Mm-hmm. I think the documentary should have just been about the Epstein stuff because that's clearly what people who go on Hulu want to hear about. The thing that bothered me about that documentary was they look back on and they show the models and they're like, it's very much they're looking back on it with a woke or a me too lens. Mm -hmm. And it's like when that was happening in 2000, no one thought it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we're trying to do. Yeah. And like, did I think it was cheesy it was then? Yes, but outside. I wasn't like mad about it. I just thought it was cheesy. And yeah. and there were and but it was it was supposed to be. Right? Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, I've talked to so many people. I, Chantal's really focused on the second half of the business. So like the show and the last the recent years. And then I'm focused on the beginning, like the founders. Like that's a, according to Justin yeah, like in. No, he a hundred percent did, but yeah. his wife is oh, still alive yeah. and she's amazing. And the people who, who started it, it was like a startup and they, it was incredible. They used to spend a million dollars a year on a store in 1980. Like the guy just like spent so much money. He was like, it's like a Chanel party. It, mm-hmm. it, it was, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's just there were a lot of interesting people and they're all really proud of what they built. It was, it's like one of the most, if not the most impactful retail brand to happen in the last 40 so the years is, the book is really a thorough look at like the business not like and giving sort, credit where credit it, is but due. not the sort of detail well no like, that stuff is in there too because oh, yeah. you can't you can't separate them no, which is yeah. 
I wish you could because that would be way easier because I don't want to deal with fucking Jeffrey Epstein shit. Like it's it's really stressful and annoying, but we can't. Was he just fucking the angels? Was that that part of it? I don't. I don't know. Were the angels used as like a high end escort service? I the, we are still working on all okay. that stuff. When, so when there possible, is some fucked up that, shit that happened Kanye for sure. Banged an angel when him and Jay Z did the, the performance I, of the show. That I definitely don't know. Well, Bieber was boning Barbara. What's her name? Bambi. Some shit. He was boning yeah. one of them when he really? was like a child. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Tight. Um, I mean, he was he reversed Epstein. Yeah, you have to ask Chantal about that stuff because that's her. That's her. That's part. for a different pod. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of looking back in nostalgia. Warren, you know, in hindsight, what has been the most embarrassing personal style phase that you've gone oh through my that God. you now regret the hardest? Because yeah. now you're, you're oh. chic, all black, head to toe, murdered out, the, the row, front to back. She's like a goddamn crew team. The worst thing I did was I straightened my hair for like 10 years. 10 years. And <laughs> it looked long mistake. Disgusting. <laughs> well, when you're, I have very thick, coarse, curly hair. I'm jealous. And thank you. I like my hair now. But when you're in high school and I'm 40, I was 14 and what, 1996 or something. That was not cool to have that kind of hair. And then like everybody, I was very into the like Jane Birkin look with bangs and, Mm. and how much time do you waste straightening your hair? Well, I, what I would do is get it chemically relaxed or, or keratin treatments or whatever, because I don't like right. to waste time and I'm not good at blowing my hair out. White girl and then for standards. many years I got my hair blown out and and yeah and it just looks in oh it looks so bad. Can we send can you send us a photo for you can if you google me followers? if you yeah. google me the most of the pictures are of my trash <laughs> okay. hair. It just well, looks so it awful. I'm just so embarrassed that I Fuck. had like clothes wise I just most of my clothes didn't fit me for many years. Like I just didn't like know how to, but that kind of stuff I'm less upset about because I like the clothes, Right. but you're a victim. You've been a victim of the times. Yes. But the hair thing, New York times, just like the angels. Yeah. Yeah. You're a victim of the New York times. The hair thing I'm super bummed out about. Like, I just wish I had, I also, there was not good hair product for curly hairs and curly hair in 1997. Damn. Oh, yeah. Wide open lane. You finally have representation. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. I'm important. so lucky. <laughs> All hair matters. All right. Let's move into the next section of the podcast, which Ooh. is Dads. Meets and cheeks. Sucking and fucking sex and dating. Yeah. Lauren, born. in your opinion, what looks the best on the many young, impressionable men who are listening to you right now? Just like generally speaking, whether yeah. they're going on a first date, whether they're oh just my going God. on an errand where they might maybe yeah. meet the love of their lives. How should young men yeah, be dressed? They love hearing from I, Oh, women. I have a I have an answer because I, like, I haven't thought about this in so long. <laughs> I'm obsessed with these like shorter. My husband's going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> shorter corduroy. Sh- I'm just short really like short shorts. shorts. Short cords? Yes. But I was on the reservoir one day running or walking and there was a guy who had like short corduroy shorts on and I made my husband buy these shorts from Save Khaki. Mm. I personally still think they're not short enough. <laughs> I what, just what's your preferred inch? Yeah. I think I think like a, a three inch maybe, and these are five okay. because I just think they look cute. It's safe like khaki. Runner, one is like a like a jo- like a running short. 
and I think you know, like the Birdwell is this brand that makes like the. Can you send me the, the link? Iconic here is this like look at these. These are the iconic Birdwell shorts. Yes, corduroy. Yes, with a, uh, like a, like a yeah. pocket. Yeah, but the I, wet hot American. Yeah, summer but those. Field, uh, camp yes, I like those. Very. I think Birdwell that's super Beach cute. Britches. Yeah, I think that's super cute. I don't like know if that's good for a first date, but I'm just like I no, made my like husband buy a bunch to, of these shorts. See some scrotum drop out. And there, yeah, there was a pair from I don't know if you talk about. This brand, brand on here, but Todd Snyder yeah, that oh, are yeah. not corduroy. Todd was on the pod. Okay, Pod-tod. okay. Um, they're not corduroy, but a bu- my other friend bought her husband. Them. My husband won't buy them because they're like ninety bucks, and he's he, he'll buy the row, but it'll be like those are too do, expensive. Do you buy a lot of shit for your husband and make more? No, I bought. You know what's annoying? That I bought him this vest that has like a funny because he used to have a vest I want to say from Walmart or something Is with like Imran ducks Corp? on it or something I don't think Imran would be into this but it's like has I we got it at Mohawk and it has Ooh, like yeah. a some sort of naturey he does wear it occasionally I did buy him a Noah sweatshirt once and he never wore it because like like it had like a it was a fuzzy gray ALT. sweatshirt and it had like a little Thing and he just he's not like a logo y person. He's not into the Bible. But I don't logo. yeah. But I don't buy him a lot of stuff. He's very he But do you try to do you try to push him in the right direction? He just you know what honestly it didn't at first I did because when he'll always say this, like when we started dating, he start, he was wearing like express for men and structure Ooh. and stuff like that. And Yikes, it, he had shirts. these ugly pumas and Good I was like giving him a no. chance. Yeah. But then he, I was just like, just wear, this is 2007 or whatever. I was like, well, just wear plaid shirts. It'll be right. fine. And then he started to get into J. Crew. And now he's like a big Norse projects. Like he mostly oh, wears Norse projects. Dude. Yeah, and he the like homies. the button down. Mm-hmm. He wears that. He has like seven Navy ones. He has a blue one. He also is very into office scene general. Oh, he loves it. And he just got a pair of cords from there. But yeah, and he's like into it. So I don't really buy him. I got him to buy like pair of boots. Sometimes I'll. I'll, Hell yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll move him. But once he. He expressed a pair of boots pipe. He was like, yeah, yeah, he like got into (laughs) J. Crew men's when it was really big and APC and Mm. then went from there. And he never wore the APC jeans because they were too painful. Was he a Stephen Allen guy? He sounds like. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yes. He loves Stephen Allen. (laughs) We used to have matching plaid shirts. Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough look. Yeah. <laughs> um, how much money do you make? I'm definitely not telling you that. <laughs> no? I, you know what? Honestly, how's an, how's an investigative reporter? Here's that what I will say. Yeah. Here's what I will say because I wish I could be more open about right. this kind of stuff, but people are such assholes. I definitely feel like I am compensated properly yeah. given the market. Do I think journalists should get paid more money? Yes, but I think I, I am really valued and. That is one of the, I mean, I work at BOF for a million reasons, but I, I am really lucky. I don't, no one reports to me. Like the only way, if you want to no be, responsibilities. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only to like churn out a shit ton of stories, mm-hmm. but What's I don't have, like one a week, one a month? I don't, we don't have like, they don't, they try not to do that. It's just, I am very prolific. It's not hard for me to like do six or eight stories a month. Mm-hmm. Some months I only do two. It depends, but like, oh. um, yeah. I don't know what that is, but I feel very lucky. And I do think that this will probably be the last full-time job I have. Like I, I was freelance before this, who knows, Yeah, but you never know. It, it just is like, it's a really good job. And I, f- I feel 
like I'm respected and valued and all that stuff at, the, at for being a writer and a reporter. Right. Whereas like most places, like when no I worked respect. at Lucky for like a year and a half, the only way I was going to make more money was if I was in the stupid management job that I hate. Right. So. Does fashion used to still do the uh, fashion industry like salary? Uh, I think that they do. Yeah. That, I f- that is always very, yeah. very juicy. Yeah. I was looking at one that at some social media editor do- editor does that similar and i was surprised at how low the social media editor roles well, were they're all young yeah well it's just like that's like such an important right. job sure. i don't yeah but it's it, such hard yeah. work in the trenches of like if yeah. you're a button pusher like or like a, the scheduler and like yeah it's all, well it's also i think the the, the, the older yeah. powers that be don't understand that, yeah how true. much work it actually is yeah, yeah. or how to or what it even yeah is, no no but i do, do feel prints. lucky yeah. like my husband do a corn and I, tiktok yeah <laughs> We're both, we both are still journalists. My husband's starting to do some other stuff. How much money did your husband make? <laughs> we make exactly the same amount of money. Really? Basically. Yeah. No, wa- the no wage gap in the shirt. Uh, no wage gap. And you, honestly, one of the reasons there's no wage gap is because we started dating when we were both making, he was making 45 and I was making 40 for the same job. And Ooh, so the next job he got, he was like, I'm making this. This is what you should ask the fashionista people. Mm. And, and also I have two Leah Chernikoff, who's the um, executive editor of Harper's Bazaar and Britt Abotella. And we were both that we all worked at Fashionista together. And we have throughout our careers, Britt is doing other stuff now, but like we have always told each other how much we make that dialogue. Open and so I a hundred percent think that my husband is the same exact age as me. And we've done similar jobs is why I've been able to say, I would like this amount of money. Fuck you. Pay me. Yeah. 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 And he definitely made me watch that video. Like I, that is part of the, the, but it it is, I feel lucky that we both were able to do, we haven't had to go on a wage gap. uh, You know, that uh, it's a two income household that benefits him. Yeah. I mean, I would like him to start making a little more. (laughs) Stop buying so many computers, dude. (laughs) What do you, besides clothing, besides the room, what do you like to spend your hard earned money on? Um, my baby and clothes for my baby. You swag. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He is. Uh, yeah. I mean, is it's like out of control. Baby off no, no, we do not do designer. We baby do. Oshkosh, no, I would not do that. No, we do. I actually, I have a personal newsletter that I send out like once every six months. That's it's n- inconsequential, but I did a whole guide to baby clothes. I'm very interested. There's this like layer of baby clothes. It's, I would say it's equivalent to like a Ghani or something, okay. but it's Boba shows. <laughs> Tiny cottons. Um, what are the other two? Oh, mini Rodini. I did get just invited on a press trip with mini Rodini to Africa to see their new campaign. And I was, I, I can't you take, bring your kid. I, well, I can't take press trips, but I was like, no. if I could, I would go and it, no, it would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and then there's one other one that I really like, Some but I just get those brands on sale and cause it's, it's not as expensive, but like Boba shows definitely, you know how one of there's a new Gucci collection, every single website's like Gucci drop, Gucci drop. You yeah. get like net porte you mm-hmm. get all of them. Every website, smallable. They're all like Boba shows spring collection okay. drops so this month. Shit. Yeah. Boba show. Yeah. So I, I like spending stuff. On t- we like to travel. We, we, do you try to save a little bit of money? Not well, though. We did buy yeah, a house. We bought a, a condo a couple years ago. Yeah, so like that, thing. we have that, which was uh, amazing in LA. Yeah. What's your address? <laughs> um, and, but uh, yeah, I just spend it on, 
I don't know. It's just, it's Stop. gone every month. It's, it's not there. What's the most you've ever spent on a single article of clothing? A lot. I was very surprised when I was listening to Liana. Liana. I, keep, I don't know why I want to say Carla Lena. You'll get it. Like Lelena. Lelena. Yeah. When I was listening to Liana's. You can meet her. I know her. Like, I've met her before. She's amazing. But I was shocked she doesn't spend. She's only spent like 400 bucks. I was a little embarrassed. I did think, you buy the Rose $39,000? No. I think the most I've spent on a piece of clothing, not handbags or whatever. Yeah. Mm, do handbags count? Let's uh, do, no. They, they count. count. No. I think it would. category. I. I've only I only have one two fancy handbags. Right. I have one from the row, and I have a Chanel bag that I bought when I got the job at Fashionista. Mm. And that was like twenty five hundred dollars, and now is probably like four thousand or something. Sick. But Fuck yeah. I have I watches for cheap. I have a Celine blazer. Eddie's no, Celine? no, no, no. Be <laughs> Celine, Phoebe Celine. <laughs> Very, very admire what Hetty does. It's not for me, and especially clothes wise. No, but real, real, real quick, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I gotta know what's up. Where's Phoebe? What's the deal? Is she coming back? What are the rumors? They're definitely, they're definitely working on it. Yeah, still. I don't think it's going to happen in September. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a while. But they're working. I did talk to someone who had seen a collection. And like it was wrapped collection. I don't know if it was scrapped or not. They had seen it in, in the practice. spring. It sounded it interesting, but oh, interesting sounds. Um, it no, it's. I mean, I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. She's like the Coco Chanel of our time, and it will be good. But um, I don't think it's going to happen yet. I heard some. I don't want to say speak out of you know say anything against anyone. I've but heard here we go. Rumors about her. I'll just say it yes, like exactly. Yeah. As of high, and I think that that may have something to do with it. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but I hope that it happens. In the, that's where I've spent. Like so, this blazer. I think it was probably. Over two, I really, I okay, that's modest. It was, it was definitely it maybe twenty two. It was on sale. It was originally forty five or something right. like so that. So you'd be losing money by not spending that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then I've bought a. I mean, I have like one of her sweaters that my husband bought for me before the row was Phoebe or would you? Yes, fan? yeah, yeah. And I used like to like, like buy, and I still wear a lot of that stuff. And I used to the shoes and stuff they never fit, and they were uncomfortable, and they looked weird now but more stance in this anyways so. yeah um but i yeah i i used to buy it on sale like i have a trench that i got there was one of those like weird personal shopper i think it was called ps department it was like an online personal shopper app that never worked because the business model <laughs> doesn't work but i had them find me this celine trench that was on sale after the holidays and they somehow, I have no idea how they found it and they got it for the price. I, they probably, I don't know how they did all that stuff, but yeah, I used to buy, I would buy Celine. Then I moved to La Mer and I would say, I mean, I just, yeah, I just don't buy a lot of clothes cause I live in LA and never see anybody. Come on now. I buy less is hard, but I just like, where do I go? Well, what's your all time grail? The one that's always escaped your clutches. The one that got away. You know what? It's this is not fancy. There was this. Do you remember when Philip Lim was like very cool? Three point one. You're like James I mean, is like no. Keep, keep going. <laughs> when it first came out, well, he was a big really year fashion week guy, right? Yeah, he was, the, yeah. He, was, he was at that time anointed the next great American designer. Yeah, like a bigger menswear guy. I feel like menswear. He did have menswear, and he big. had another line that I can't remember the name. That was I think he was based in L.A. 
And that was like a cult favorite. Okay. And there was this plaid jacket and it was red, like Buffalo check plaid. I I want to say, and it had three had it. quarter length <laughs> sleeves. Okay, this sounds and terrible, by the way. <laughs> it, well, now well, it I'm was, like, it, like, I've like, definitely seen it on the real, real. Like since. the Victoria's Angels, it was very much of the era. It it was. I actually like. I probably still would wear it. the sleeve thing is weird, but they, it was a bird, which uh, R.I.P. But R. I. P. I I couldn't afford it and I was just so sad for years. Like that's the one. Also, there is, there are Mark Jacobs pieces from like 97, 98 that I don't think were ever made or if they were, it was only in like a size two. (laughs) So I'm never going to find them. But that was like that era of Mark Jacobs was like relevatory. Yeah. Yeah. That was like what made me want. I always knew I wanted to be a writer, but like write about fashion sure. and I wanted all that shit. And, and so like Earl, that era of Mark, when he was like very preppy mm-hmm. uh, that I loved. Mm. All right. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, well if anyone has any leads, no, up. I don't. Yeah. The Mark Jacobs, I don't need the Philip Lim jacket. Yeah. Up, uh, well, if you saw on the rear and you didn't get it. No, so it's if you're listening over. and you have that in your closet, she's willing to spend the dough. We <laughs> yeah. know that. Uh, Lauren, before we get you out of here, yeah. we would love to offer up some constructive criticism to a new <laughs> member of the podcast global brotherhood and sisterhood mm-hmm. as just a homie yeah. as a fucking attendee of the throwing fits in your fashion week party um take it or leave it yeah how else just take it you've done articles kind of you know at all aspects of the industry that have moved mountains parted oceans let's do even better Drop the throwing fits profile on business. Oh my God. We are revolutionizing media. You guys need to sell. If you sell to someone, call me. We don't want to, but we're not going to. So if you fuck up, if you get an investment or you sell the business to scale further, let me know. What about the time where uh, we were, we had so little money in the company bank account that I had to loan a a loan to throwing fits to pay taxes. You just got a big a big mention in BOF. Weren't you the lead image in that story? Yeah, That's essentially a profile. James was on Instagram stories. No, no mention of me though. Hey, they know what sells. <laughs> Did they not quote you either? No, no, I was quoting that, but I, my picture was huge. You, you know what? You could say you could be like, we re- request that both of us are quoted. Well, listen, we know. Not that the New York Times would <laughs> listen to that. We know who's the face, James. We what, know wait, who's gonna, the brains, James. And we know who's the white guy, me. Should I'm we go the, to New York Times mm-hmm. and request that? Like, you know how they do like edited or yeah. updated? Or, like, yeah. Updated six weeks later. No, I want to get, yeah. no, get the whole shit redacted, dude. <laughs> like the fucking Panama Papers. Dude. <laughs> All right, well, just a suggestion. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll okay. keep it in mind. Okay, think about that. Here's another thing to think about. Like we said, a lot. We're, we're just this is a two way street, right? We're all about fucking showing love to get love. So you could return now this favor and reap the benefits of the throne fits bump by inviting us on the debrief for easily the most entertaining and offensive episode you've done yet. The debrief. I think you have to go on the main pod with him, Ron. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Okay, well, I didn't know that was not for well, I'm ready to talk. I'm ready I'm to talk Modi. I'm yeah. ready to talk fucking Asian. We'll talk I'm going to pitch it. coats, fucking yeah. colorful Johns, <laughs> sex workers. Yeah, I'm going to pitch it because it's about, you know, what? He doesn't know who we are. He definitely knows who you are. All right. I like it. We're the most I'll, quoted menswear experts in the US. I also, you know, he <laughs> interviews he a lot of entrepreneurs. Coming, did he you coming on here? You asked me that. Of course he did. It's oh, like really? the, I emailed the PR and I CC him. He's Ooh. never said no to me doing something. Well, he He's, must get a lot of emails. He sure. said to me, do you actually want to do this? <laughs> And your answer, and, like, well, no, and when you put it that way. There was one time. Usually, I like doing doing PR because I like talking. But you're a good talk. Um, 
There was something recently where I was like, this just feels like I shouldn't do it. And he was like, it's up to you. No, he was, I I was like, I really want to do this. And they were like, great. (laughs) And apparently it was on the list with, of the PR of like targets for, (gasps) because you know, if you want to promote a podcast, you got to go on other podcasts. That's true. We heard that. We don't really get invited on many ourselves, but yeah. Well, it'll it'll start happening. You have to tune into (laughs) the debrief. Yeah. Every week. Right. Yeah, every Go Wednesday. Five, every, every Wednesday, damn, five stars. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. You know the fucking Lauren Sherman. Uh, go to her author byline. Reload the page many, many, many <laughs> times so it ups her page yes. account. Yeah, subscribe on my author byline. Yeah. Yes. Where can the kids follow you on social? Yeah. What do you want? Oh, to plug? yeah. This one I have to say my weird ass. Yeah, what, yeah, what is I don't know. I don't remember. It, I was. <laughs> I've been on Twitter since like 2008. It just means the afternoon in French. Okay. La Premidi. Trying a little hard. Yeah, it was too. But it's like one of those things I could have changed it, but I was like, no, I'm going to own this. No, I'm the same one. I hate my show. Or even this Dr. Taco. Like, oh, I love Dr. Taco. Dr. Taco is pretty good. I mean, yeah. But I was just like, I'm just going to own school. that I was silly and whatever. So, so you're so. La Midi on Instagram M- and Twitter. R-E-S-M-I-D-I on yes. Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. TikTok. I'm not. I'm kind of on TikTok. Or your newsletter. Oh, yeah, what's your newsletter oh my called? newsletter is called. Lauren in the afternoon, or just just like Lauren Sherman dot tiny letter. She's not a morning person, so you're people. not a subsector. I don't remember. It's just all of these names. Yeah, because I started this when I was a freelancer to like promote all the stories I was doing. Right. I started my newsletter in like 2013. How many really, how many subscribers we got? I have a good amount, like several thousand. You support those motherfuckers over to Substack. At this point, I literally write it every six months when I feel like, like there's some number. weird thing I have to write about that doesn't make sense for BOF. Yeah, I mean, I definitely am not making money off that. And it's a different readership. Like the people who respond to that are not the BOF readers. Who's the most famous subscriber? Ooh. I don't know. I Imran? try not to look at it. I don't know if Imran subscribes to it. Winnie? I think he does. <laughs> she definitely is not. Mm. All right. Well, I don't know. Oh, you know who is a subscriber that yeah. it made me really happy is Penny Martin from The Gentlewoman. Okay. Oh, okay. And she Classy publication. Yeah, yeah, and she. I ended up. So ra- it's I've like the it on one <laughs> freelance thing I've ever done is I did a little piece day. from her for her, and she was definitely because she had started reading my newsletter and thought it was Tight, interesting. Dude. So yeah, that feels like a very 2015. Well, you're about to get the front bump. You're welcome, Lauren. Thank, thank you. you for thank you, guys. Thanks. Have a good fashion week. Thank you. You too.